Welcome to episode 21 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's better than all the Man of Steel toys. Okay, we'll go with that. It's true. It's 100% true. Is it? Well, not all of the toys. There's a, there's a couple out there. There's that a toy that's better than us. Wait, who is this? Who is with us today? I'm going to stay right behind you guys so you can't hey, see me. You like it behind us, don't you? Better than in front because I don't know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's probably true. Well, I'm Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy. Scott was with me as always. Scott Prime in the house. I'm and in the middle of this human centipede. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's the worst place to be. I know. Be the but the way it's, if Alan's in the back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Alan's We're going back. that route. Damn. Anyways, no. we got Alan with us. <laughs> Alan said he's in the back, and, and I Alan. know how you like being in the front with people behind you, Steve. So I didn't realize we were going human centipede in that particular <laughs> formation. I'm more than happy with that, yes. <laughs> It only works out this mo- this way. Moving on. So why do we have Alan with us, Scott? <laughs> we have Alan with us because people demanded it. It's an all-Alan episode. Moving the mic makes a noise. Dude, why are you doing that? Because I was going to try to do that cool effect, but I'd have to take it off. You could have just moved your mouth away instead of moving the microphone. No, it was funnier if I moved the microphone. Okay. Well, why don't you just pick up the whole microphone and then go... Today we have Alan! Like that. Because I don't want to. You're lazy. Yep. Anyways, yes, we have Alan on the show with us. He's our known as our third wheel of both down. Uh, you like that? Like I'm not, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. The You're third our sidekick. Guy. I like the better the sidekick. I'd rather that. You like the sidekick? Yes. That way I could pretend like you both are riding a motorcycle, one of you riding a bitch, and I could be in the sidecar. Ah, Oh, we could get two motorcycles with the sidecar in the middle. So <laughs> both of our sides. That's kind of weird. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. But That'd we'll, be precision driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to go left right, right up here. He's, okay. like, he's like the yellow ship in Shogun Warriors. Remember no, that show? No. Not I don't know. That's where the three ships formed in whatever formation they went together. It's an old, like... Uh, it's like Voltron cartoon yeah. thing, and like there was a red ship, and he was like Shogun, um, like Starfire maybe or Firestar or something like that, or Dragon. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, there was the uh, the blue one was Lancer, and that's if the blue ship led, and then like the red ship went into the blue ship, and then the yellow <laughs> ship went into that one, and then there was. Um, Boy, I should have looked this up. I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Why would you but look? But there was this other <laughs> well, one. Well, I know on the podcast, that's going to come up, so I better look into it. I think the other one was it. like a Prometheus or something like that. Anyways, he was like the yellow one, and he was actually my favorite one, but they hardly ever turned into that robot. Yeah. So it was like three ships. You got me? Mm-hmm. And the way you put them together formed a different robot each Oh, okay. Time. Okay? So the red ship would form like the upper torso and head part of the main character and so forth. Mm. I like this. Anyways. So, yes. Shogun Warriors. That's why we have Alan with us. Yep, yep. W- Wikipedia. Third, Wikipedia. third wheel. Triple nipple. That's what I am. The I'm the triple nipple. nipple. Dude, I like that. <laughs> that is good. The triple nipple on triple the both nipple. down. Are you lactating? Uh, I, sometimes. Not right now. Not well, at the moment. Right. We'll get put some beer in you and make you lactate a little there bit. There you go. I don't think that's how that works. It does work, actually. For women, men. Women who... No, not I thought it was men. weed. 
Oh, no. that was creepy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that is a oh, my spider. God. <laughs> Holy shit. There's a spider just floating in midair in front it of just came down. Just it's pause the podcast. The... <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Kill it. Would you... I don't want to. you got to kill that. Holy crap. <laughs> Dude, I'll kill it. I got it. Stop it. No. <laughs> fuck. Stop. Oh. A... It's still alive. <laughs> it's just floating down to the earth. Oh, God. That thing was, that was the biggest spider <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Don't you Out of nowhere. Throw it on the ground. It's dead. What it's you, dead, dude. Are you worried that somebody's going to eat it? <laughs> worried that you're going to step on it? <laughs> we, what does it matter if we step on know. it? To the both damn viewing audience, <laughs> what you just heard was, is Alan was talking, and a spider was right in front of his face. It's very, like very six Spider-Man inches. Spider-Man-like. That was coming right after the, out of the ceiling. I think it was see-through and like transparent green. It had to be coming from the light. Oh my god, that was scary. It was iffy. Yeah. Does that mean that they're coming back from the dead if they're coming from the light? That's true. Oh my god. Well, the, now so much back. for the small chat. <laughs> the number one Blood Bowl podcast with spiders. Scared of spiders. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Scott just manned up, took both <laughs> shoes off and smacked it in midair that's right i, I am was that considered maining up that that whole that whole I, thing i am the spider slayer because i know he's gonna edit all that out <laughs> no i'm not we're leaving this that was oh, too good oh god <laughs> oh god it's a spider what were we talking about the trip why we have alan oh yeah, the, the lactating <laughs> if, if you take a lactating. woman who lactates yeah you give her beer and you give her alcohol she lactates more. Yeah, or maybe thought... it's looser or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always looser if you give her beer. It's not chunky milk. If I give her more booze, she becomes looser. So so you guys out there that play Blood Bowl, give your wife some beer if she's lactating. And watch it flow. Yeah, if you can milk into anything. that. Yeah. If you're into that. Which, knowing some of them, they are. Of course they are, dude. So, Let's off on. lactating Shogun Warriors and random spider appearances. Dude, that was... Uh, <laughs> it was freaky because it looked like it was floating in midair. Exactly. Well, it, and it was, stopped right there. Essentially. Yeah. It wanted to be on the podcast, too. It did. Well, it's dead. <laughs> so, if anyone else tries to get on the podcast without our letting you, we're <laughs> we'll going kill to you. kill you. <laughs> it was like uh, a ghost. I think it was a ghost spider. Like I said, he's coming back from the dead because he's coming from the light. Hmm. Okay, so we have Alan on because we're going to do an all-Alan episode. Yes. First segment, another tornado talk. If you haven't heard, Alan lost his house. Well, Yay, Alan. I know where it was. <laughs> you don't know where it is. <laughs> Not anymore. So we're going to talk about that. Second segment, we've got some questions to ask Alan from our listeners. Mm-hmm. And just random BSing with Alan. And then third up, Alanade. Our tournament, where we're going to throw at the end of July 27th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's for Alan's benefit. All proceeds going towards Alan. Yay. Hooray. And then we're going to follow that up with some shout-outs. As always. All right. So let's go ahead and end this segment so we can check for more spiders. We're and not going to like have some random talk? <gasps> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Was this not random talk? That was completely. <laughs> We've got Shogun Warriors, Lactating, and Spiders. That's true. Okay, just and triple nipple. Did you have it, something else it, to bring? It up? didn't feel like blood bully enough, you know. Uh, okay, so blood bowl related. I've played two games on cyanide recently. Okay, and, how'd uh, you do, buddy? 
won one, lost the other. Still not a fan of cyanide. Okay. How about you? I don't play cyanide. Okay. So. Uh, we, I, I played some tabletop Blood Bowl. Yeah. And I've uh, barely won two games I play, or barely tied one and barely won the other game with my undead team, who can't seem to block anybody. Oh, yeah. You Good. and I had a face-off match, or one of our first open games in our league. Yeah. The... Yeah, well, we've done what this. Your guys. Yeah, I guess. Should we explain to people what we did? No, no. Okay. Just, it's an open game in the league, so that you can get more stats. Both of these two brand new teams that y'all played against each other. Yeah, I played his lizards versus my undead team, and it was my Belarus ugliest... Swamp Dogs versus the nice. Gregor Shockers, and it was the ugliest game ever. It was pretty crap. Hmm. We, I did. Am ten thousand away from getting another skink. I don't think I yeah, got any. Yeah, we both skills. rolled horrible on money. I don't think our fans went up at all. And no. I think that... No, you got some guys skill up. But we have... Oh. The stats were yeah. really like MVP and touchdown. Yeah. It was one-to-one tie. There was wow. like nothing else. That's, that's what, that's what oh, happens when it's a... You we know, did have the lowest attended one-off. preseason game of all time. <laughs> Both sides rolled snake eyes. No way. Yes. And what team was that? It was the Mighty Moot... All-Stars, which versus. is a halfling all-star team. And so they had 6,000 fans versus uh, Kevin's uh, Demon Ooh. Briar Departed, That's which is right. an undead team who, in our league, when you start a new team, you automatically get a fan factor of five to start with. You don't get to purchase it higher or lower. It just starts at five. Well, so he had 7,000 fans. So only 13,000 fans at this game. Holy and crap. yet, they were drunk off their asses from the beginning because the first kickoff was a riot. Nice. <laughs> Second kickoff was a riot. So it was just like going forward and then going back. So eh, it was interesting. Just think there'd been only 4,000 fans there if we didn't have built-in fan factor with those teams. <laughs> just think there'd be no fans there if this was real because they don't exist. Oh, wow. Thanks for... Just killing the fluff. Yeah, thanks. Buzzkill. Yep. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with uh, segment number one, Tornado Talk with Alan. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, we're back. Back for the first segment with Alan to describe his experience during the tornado of May. Yeah, I know 20th. last episode we said that hopefully we'll never do another tornado talk segment again. Well, well, we didn't have Alan's story, so. And it's not exactly the same thing as another tornado segment, as in part two. A whole new tornado, but yeah. Yeah, it's the same tornado. So I don't know if that counts as a new one. Well, I mean, I think we both agree if we're going to have Alan on here, we might as well at least get his story, whether it's short or long. And honestly, we haven't asked much because Alan's been going through a lot, and we don't want to bug him. So So now now we get to bug him. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Recap your day, May 20th. May 20th. I barely remember the beginning of that day, honestly. I do remember that they talked about that we were going to have storms um, throughout the day and that Jonathan's um, graduation from... Your son. Yes, Jonathan, my son. Oh, uh, he is now six. He, yeah, he was six. Yeah, during that time as well. 
uh, he was going to be graduating from kindergarten, you know, the little graduation ceremony they have, mm-hmm. whatever, and, and they were going to have it that night. Uh, so we were planning on all this stuff and, and going there that evening. And I was already planning on being off work at about, you know, 3.30 or something like that anyway to go to the... So he passed kindergarten is what you're saying. <clears throat> With flying colors, yeah. Oh, okay. So what do you have to do to pass now? Tie your shoe, know your home address, No, they don't have number? to tie shoes. Nope, nope. That's what Velcro is for. They'd, really? Yeah, no. I, I would be surprised if, you know, two or three of them know how to tie their shoes nowadays. Well, what... My kid knows how to tie her shoes since she was like four. What's the criteria awesome. of passing kindergarten then? I, I don't know. Showing up, I guess. Wow. I really don't know. Okay. They have to mind well, the music cues, I guess, but... No, no, I don't remember my, my kindergarten We had days. to know how to tie our shoelaces. We had to know our home address and our phone number. Oh, I'm sure, I, I I'm sure that's in there. I promise they're doing more in kindergarten now than they did with us. Oh, yeah. They, yeah he had to know all that yeah. stuff. Because okay. I guarantee I couldn't read as a kindergartner. My daughter came home reading. Oh, I could. Right. And Jonathan can read at like a third grade level. Yeah. Supposedly. Whatever that means. I kind of feel like it's third arbitrary numbers. Grade. It's arbitrary numbers. They're just making it up because how do they no, know? They're not. If he's reading at a third grade level, it's obviously not a third wow. grade level. It's his so level. Tornado Target. This is why <laughs> we have Alan on podcast. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> they have it third grade level because most third graders read at that level. So that's what I call third grade level. Exactly. So that means your it's kid averages. is advanced and recognizes more advanced words than the typical kindergartner. Mm-hmm. Or than the typical third grader, I guess, then. So a third grader who reads at the average. first grade level doesn't mean he's behind. Okay. Okay. I guess. So anyways, yeah. back to the tornado day. Yes, okay. Yeah, so. now that he's bragged about his kid being so spectacular at reading. <laughs> well, you did ask me how, you know, how was he going to graduate from That was just me being a smarty pants and trying to bully you around on this podcast. <laughs> okay, then. All right. So uh, that day we knew that there were going to be storms. Um, of course, you know, being an Oklahoman, we, uh, we all kind of take that kind of with a grain because, you know, we know that there's going to be storms that usually don't happen around our areas that often. Not what? Not, how often has it we been? We live we've had in more. Yes. How, how long has it been since we had a, a tornado in more? 2003? 2005? That's been what? Almost 10 years ago? It's like every six years we have a big Yeah, event. but it's not. Okay, but I mean, it's been a while. I mean, okay, it's not like yeah. any time they've ever had tornadoes nearby, it always would go north or yeah. south of us. So, yeah. I, you know, it's not something that I was definitely dreading or okay. worried what about. What you're saying is, is we hear tornado warnings so often. So often. Yeah, that is true. That we get <clears throat> really accustomed to them. Yes, exactly. So when I heard about it, you know, of, of course, right away, I wasn't really like, too worried yet. Uh, the moment that they started talking about a tornado touching down uh, in Newcastle, that's when I started worrying a so little. So when it actually formed? Yes, it, yeah. it, from what I understand, yeah, from from Newcastle and went north. Yeah. And we all know that they uh, they travel east uh, and usually northeast. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a feeling that they was going to come close to where we lived, but I wasn't sure. Um, I was getting worried at that time, but I also am a little shy, gun shy when it comes to driving in storms. I'm a little shy when it comes to driving in storms, so uh, I didn't want to leave the where I worked before the storms hit, because last time I did that, I had some uh, bad hail damage while I was driving, and yeah. it scared the crap out of me. And to clarify, you work in Oklahoma City about 10, 15 miles north of more? About 15 miles north, yeah, okay. around there. So, yeah, it was uh, north of wherever it was hitting. Um, Karen actually works at Your the... Your wife? Yes, my wife. I apologize. That's okay. Karen, my wife, uh, works... My wife. ...pretty close to uh, where we live, within less than a half a mile, yeah. actually. Um, <clears throat> I get made fun of because sometimes I'll go, oh, yeah, she works at that street corner right there, and then I have to backtrack. No, she works at a bank <laughs> on that street corner. <laughs> she doesn't work the corner. 
So uh, she, she's right there in the thick of it. And, um, and if anyone cares, it's 19th and Santa Fe. Right, at 19th and Santa Fe, yes. Yeah. Um, and she texted me at about 2.30 and told me that she had already picked up the kids from school. And as soon as I found that out, I was already relaxed more because I felt, okay, at least they were with her mm-hmm. and she'll do the right thing. Plus, the, the bank actually has a... Uh, uh, a shelter on the premises. A dedicated underground shelter. Correct. Therefore, they could either go in the, the vault or they could go underground. And it, it, they have a perfect place for them to go either way. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy about that. Well, when I heard that the uh, storm or the tornado was actually going towards more area, and when I found out it was actually hitting right off 19th Street, uh, I, I, I was at work, and it was kind of surrealistic at the time. Uh, uh, were you listening to radio reports or watching TV there? It, it was on TV because actually in Oklahoma City, the uh, the tornado sirens were going off, and they were telling us to quit working and go into this, uh, the stairwells as it was where we were. Of course, I, I don't know. I'm a guy, so I didn't go to the stairwell. Instead, I go to the windows, and I'm looking <laughs> for the tornado. <laughs> okay. So and since we didn't see it nearby, I wasn't worried at the moment. I wasn't thinking it was going to hit more or anything like that, but I, I knew it wasn't hitting where I was at the moment. Right. And... We were watching the televisions that are in the lobby uh, with a bunch of other people that happen to be around. Uh, so I went downstairs and looked at the televisions in the lobby, and I realized that it's getting closer to more. Uh, and then they were showing me the pictures of 19th Street where it was about to hit. And Karen told me – my wife had texted me and told me that they are in the shelter. And once I knew they were in the shelter, I was calm and collected when it came to that. I was fine with it. She was ha- She was safe. I was happy. It was fine. Yeah. I felt bad because I wasn't there to help out with the kids because I know that they're scared. Um, but I'm glad that they were safe. Um, so then I had to watch the rest of it unfold on the television and Mm -hmm. that sucked when you see, and they talk about how Briarwood elementary got hit. And I know that my house is within three houses from there. I I knew that my house has got probably gone. Uh, and the the way it was showing on television, you couldn't tell exactly what hit houses were hit yet. You couldn't, you could tell that it hit a large chunk of the middle of the, uh, uh, of the housing area. Because at the time they were saying it was like a, a mile wide, a mile or half wide. mile wide. And I wasn't able to actually see the live coverage. So on the news, when you're watching it, mm-hmm. can you, does it look like a monstrous size, like just giant debris field and everything? Uh, yes. Was it wrapped in rain? You can't tell. Or? No, it, you could see the debris field. You can see, especially, and of course, in hindsight, as I'm looking at previous videos that were on YouTube posted, yeah. uh, you could see a large bit of the debris hitting around. I mean, at the time, at the time when I was looking at it through the television, you couldn't tell what was a cloud and what was debris. But mm-hmm. looking back on it now, that was all debris. Um, but at the time, you're thinking it's half mile or a mile wide and right and not sure. right over your house right well or very 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 close yeah. I, I i was hoping because like i said it, even though my house is three houses away from the school it's a little bit to the south east of it so i was hoping kind of that yeah. it, you know that it was going to miss it completely and go around it i felt bad for of course everybody else around sure. but uh and of course the kids in the school um and that that got me more than anything you don't else, really need to qualify i don't think anyone thinks you hate kids no no i don't hate them I don't extremely love them. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> yeah. You don't want tornadoes <laughs> killing kids. That's no, a bad no, thing. No, no, no. I think we can all agree on that. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, but, so, as after it hit and after it went beyond, and I'm noticing that it's gone further uh, beyond more, um, I, I'm, I'm freaking out. I don't know if I should leave now. I know that, because I remember from the 99, May 99 tornado, uh, back on May 5th, on May 2099. Anyway, 2099. May 3rd. May 3rd of 1999. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I knew that at that time, whenever I almost got hit on that one, I was within a mile away from that one. Yeah. Uh, I could, you can't drive through more after the fact you can't, you can't get from one side to the other. If you're on the North side, you're stuck on the North side for a while. You Mm -hmm. can't get South. And I knew that, um, Karen was stuck on the South side and I knew I was on the North. I knew it was going to be very difficult to get to her. But I, I decided, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get my car and try to get there as quick as possible. I mean, they should be allowed. They should allow me in. Uh, of course, Karen has already texted me, told me that uh, they got out of the shelter. They're all fine. That somebody had already drove to our house and told us that the house was gone or that it was just no good. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the next report I heard was that it had a few walls up or it had some walls up. So I, I didn't know what kind of damage to expect. I, you know, I was hearing two different reports. I didn't know if somebody was over-exaggerating how bad it was or yeah. you know underplaying. I wasn't sure. So that day I drove uh, many different ways to try to get to her and the kids. And that was the most stressful and frustrating moments in my life so far because I left work probably about 4.30. I'm I'm giving a good leeway there. 4.30. And I did not see them that night until midnight. Jeez. And it's like I said, it's only 15 miles away. But every which direction they tried to get us to go. I went down, you know, one direction down Western and tried to get there. And 4th Street, they had us cut off. So we had to leave and go turn around and go back through traffic again. Of course, traffic is backed up. You're not going more than half a mile per hour mm-hmm. on the average. Uh, and they would tell us, oh, well, the only way to get to Southside is you go this direction. Go down I-40, whatever one that goes down to Chickasay. I don't know. what 40? 40, 40, 44. 44. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They told us to go that way. So I go that direction to go down 44 to go to Norman and come back up. Well, they forgot that there was a bridge that was taken out. And when it hit and therefore all the traffic on the highway was backed up. So I could not go that way. So I had to turn all the way back around. Still can't get to them. It's about at this point, eight 30 or almost, you know, eight, eight o'clock ish at night. Um, cause the sun was getting ready to go down. I went ahead and parked my car and decided to start walking. Cause at least I can get to them by foot. And where'd you park? I parked off of, Oh God, what, what road is that? I want to say it's Western and fourth street. There was like a, a car wash over there between Westmore and okay, so it's 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 still quite a ways away. I knew I was going to have to walk about two two and a half miles just to get to them. Yeah, um, went ahead and walked a mile and a half, and then I get a phone call from Karen because we couldn't get in touch with each other very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we texted each other quite a bit, and I finally got a phone call from her, and then she tells me that her friend at work is going to go ahead and drive her to her mom and dad's house on the south side of the thing, and I was thinking. I just remember being frustrated going, you could have told me this before I got out of the car and walked over a mile, yeah. mile and a half. <laughs> so I had to walk a mile and a half back to my car Jeez. and find another way around to get to her mom and dad's house. Of course, we were walking with backpacks, uh, me and a buddy of mine from work. He actually followed me through all this, and I'm pretty happy that he was helping me out. But he had a backpack full of bottled water that we got from our work, and we were giving it to people left and right as oh, we were cool. walking through. Yeah, and we were hoping that we were going to be able to help out more while we were going through the houses. But since Karen had already left, we went backwards and didn't get to help anybody that day. Right. But So, yeah, I had to go all the way back to 240 and then go all the way down to Sooner. And then stay on, you know, stop and go traffic all the way to 19th Street and then come back through. That Jeez. was the only way to get there. So, yeah, I didn't get to see them until midnight that night. Now, after all that, that was the only television that I had watched mm-hmm. for the next week. Because after yeah. that, I didn't see any television. I didn't see any coverage on the tornado. I don't know what was out there. And that evening, I remember going to sleep thinking, okay, all I have is the clothes that I have on me. is the work clothes. Work clothes. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. And people, we had some people already uh, donate clothes at that point. So the next morning we had something at least to wear there. At least, 
Okay, so the next morning, we wake up bright and early, 5.30 in the morning. <clears throat> oh, I forgot to mention, um, Karen's sister lost her house as well. Her yeah. sister, her you know, her husband, and their daughter. Uh, I want to say a year old. I'm going to get in trouble for that. Cause Something I think like that. Probably about a year old. Um, so the, at this point, when we spend the night there, there were nine of us in this one little house of three bedrooms. Jeez. Uh, trying to find a way to sleep, but people were staying awake all night because they were all jittery of the tornado oh, yeah. and... So it's very difficult to get some sleep. Anyway, because yeah, you just didn't know what to do. I no, mean, no, exactly. You can't do anything. Ex- yeah, exactly. But you can't go sleep either. You know. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and the first question you always ask is, is what, what, what are you supposed to do next? What's the first thing you're supposed to do? Because mm-hmm. we don't know. There's nothing out there that tells you. I mean, we all heard. We all know as Oklahomans, this is what you do after tornado comes. You, this is how you protect yourself. We have not been taught well enough, in my opinion, how to take care of things after. What's the next step? Yeah. They need to have something that's, I don't know, that's just me ranting on. They need to tell you what's the next step. I don't know what they could tell you, though. There are, uh, I've got great ideas now. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> well, after you go through it, sure. Well, yeah, but, I mean, somebody needed to be there to say, this is what you do when you have a disaster on your hands. Yeah. This is how you get past it. This is what the next step you need to do. And that would have helped out tremendously. So I, I just have better ideas now of how to get beyond the, the, the first steps of how to get to take things taken care of after a tornado. Um but what we did do was the next day uh, we woke up at about 5:30 and decided to go right into the um, uh, to the area where you know Karen told me that she can my wife told me that she can get into uh, pretty easily when we when she left the other day or the day before so we went ahead and got in my car so um, had she been to your house no she had not yet that's okay. the reason why I had conflicting reports I had no idea what to expect right um, and she's I was afraid that she was over-exaggerating, you know, what, what she had heard from somebody else because, of course, a, a really bad thing happened. And, you know, of course, where she was, her bank is right there off that uh, Santa Fe. And on Santa Fe, as I've come into the next day, I realized how bad it was. All of the utility poles and the electric poles, the big steel ones, mm-hmm. are all bent over over the road. And that's a huge sight. You know, when you see that, you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why most of the roads were closed, honestly, was because you could not get past the electricity you know, poles. You just mm-hmm. can't. You had to drive around them or find some way around them. But we we were able to go through a different neighborhood. Uh, well, let me take it back. We, we weren't able to go through the different neighborhood. We had to park the car at Southmore High School, which is down Santa Fe some. Which is about a mile about from a mile. your house. That's not too bad. No, it's not too, too bad. We went ahead and walked the rest of the way. We, st- we started to, at least, until we got to the checkpoint where there was a police officer. Cause we didn't think they were letting anybody through at this point. Yeah. At this point, of course, we're also doing what we were told and not trying to get around things. Mm-hmm. That changes later on because you realize, okay, so many people are telling you no and your stuff is there. You need to do some stuff. You need to do something. Yeah. Okay. And what are they going to do? Arrest you for getting your own stuff? Yeah. I mean, really? Uh, not that I'm saying that you should. <laughs> You know, go and since do they have better things to do, and right, and I know yeah. all they're trying to do really is protecting us, mm-hmm. protect us. Anyway, so I was walking, and I remember telling myself, "This is kind of it was goofy because I'm wearing somebody else's sweatshirt, you know, type thing, <laughs> somebody else's shorts that are you know for their gym shorts, and I'm still wearing my dress shoes from the night before." <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like this is ridiculous. Well, at least I know I'm dressed up a little bit in case I get you know interviewed by someone. <laughs> With my nice shoes on. Anyway. You just shoot me from the shoes down. <laughs> yes, exactly. But so I, I was really happy that I at least had something to wear that was clean, so I was fine with it. We get there, um, and the guy, we go to the tre- checkpoint, and we talk to him, and we're like, hey, we just want to go get our stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I will let you drive through. And, okay. We didn't know that. We had to walk all the way back to the car, get the car, and drive it forward. 
He lets us go through with just looking at our ID, which is fine. That's, yeah. just, that's fine with me. Uh, we had to drive through the neighborhood, you know, one side of the neighborhood to get to the other side. When we got to that point, that's when you realized how bad it got hit. I mean, it's weird to be able to see from one part of the neighborhood to the other part with no houses in between. Mm-hmm. To be able to look across from the beginning of my neighborhood to where the school was and not see anything, that that was creepy weird. We went to uh, to visit our old church this past Sunday. So it was our first trip down 19th Street. Mm-hmm. And just to look and go... I mean, I, I haven't been down that way, so I, I had no idea, you know, like, right. I knew your your neighborhood was destroyed, but I just didn't have a visual. No, so, no. So driving and then seeing, like, right there was where Allen's house should be, and it's not there. Yeah, there's and nothing then, behind it or behind And you that. know how you go further down 19th Street where it turns at 149th, there's some big houses out there in that country area right. with the farms and stuff. Mm-hmm. All those are gone. Yeah. And it's just so surreal looking. Oh, absolutely. It's just like aliens came down, they vacuumed everything up, yeah. and they're gone. It's, it's still so weird, and we live around here. Right, and you and you hear about it, and you see it on TV all the time, and it's one thing to, and you, you know, you, of course you feel bad for those people when you see it on TV, but when you see it in person, it's a completely different feeling altogether. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same way for any any disaster area, for that matter. Um, but coming into that, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, and, remember, and our house is the first one. As a matter of fact, my backyard butts up against 149th or 19th Street and more. So, therefore, it, it, that was the cutoff line. It's kind of interesting because when you see where the devastation hits, on my side of 19th Street, it's demolished. Mm-hmm. On the other side of 19th Street, it's just fine. Mm-hmm. There's a few houses that have some roof building, you know, roof uh, Roof problems. damage, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's but majority. there. Right, right. Well, we get to the neighborhood, and we're driving. Like I said, it's the first street. So we go down my street, and the first thing I want to do is start taking pictures because I want to I <laughs> at least have some kind of a backup of what happened here and be able to look at it later. Yeah. So I'm taking pictures as I'm driving on this road, and I realize when I get to, the, when I get to my house, I didn't realize I was there. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, this is my house. Because <laughs> you're basically in a cul-de-sac. So you got to yes. the end of the cul-de-sac and like, wait a minute, we passed our house. Pretty much. But you realize as I, as I get there, I realize that the house – to the, you know, to the left of me and to the right of me as I'm looking at the house uh, are are still pretty much standing. And my house in the middle was crumbled in between the two. And, it, and I thought that was the oddest thing, how my house got hit worse than the two next to us, even though they were also very, you know, they were demolished as well. They were considered, yeah. you know, whatever it's called, building. Total to- loss. Or total whatever. loss, yeah. yeah. They also lost their houses as well. But it's just when you look at it, you're like, wow, those are still standing pretty well. Like the one to my right of me or the west it's a two-story building, and they had majority of their building still there, but my house right next to it is gone. <laughs> That's just weird. Well, you also had a very open floor plan in your living room, yeah. so there was not like structural integrity to it. Well, I guess the wind that. comes through and it takes that roof off, and then. And that's the majority. Like, oh crap! Gone. Yeah, and that's the majority of exactly what happened. Our roof was was picked up off of our house, and that's what happened. But, um, and I say that our house was gone, and in the truer sense of the word, it wasn't nice gone, gone. There was still walls up. And that was the weirdest part for me to to accept is that, well, I, my house isn't gone. I mean, it's there, and the majority of my stuff is there as well, but it's got no roof over the top. Mm-hmm. It had been raining all night. Um, there's only one section of roof that actually even stayed on the house, and that was happened to be because of the uh, skylight in one of the bathrooms. Yeah. And that was the only thing holding it up. Um, and we walked into the house, you know, walking through everything. Of course, I've stepped on four or five different nails that day. I remember how stupid I felt because I was like, oh, okay. You know, by the second one, you'd realize, stop <laughs> stepping on nails. No. 
Um, but yeah, walking through this, the, the rubble, um, I looked around and the first thing you notice is like, there's just this dirt or soot stuff on everything. And you realize it's not dirt and soot. It's fiberglass from people's, you know, attics, the stuff that, and it got dirty and, and it wet mm-hmm. and it caked on everything, which means whatever you had has that fiberglass in everything, which means it's, it's pretty much gone. You oh, can't, yeah. you can't really salvage a whole lot with that. If you can't rinse it off, then it's probably gone. Um, we were going through the house. There's a brick everywhere, trying to clear a path so that way Karen can come through. And uh, um, I, I don't know. It, it, it was one of those moments where, you know, I still am not hitting, getting hit hard by it. But Karen, I know she was hit very hard when she saw the house and how in ruins it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just happy that, like I said before, I was just happy that my family was safe. A- after that, this is all just frustrating just stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's just stress at this point. Yeah. Um, of course, it's stuff that you miss, but it's it's just stuff. Well, we're walking through the house, and um, the neatest thing is walking through the front door. You go into the living room, and there's no roof there anymore. <laughs> I just left this house like eight hours ago, and it was just fine. As a matter of fact, Karen even pointed out I went to the store on my lunch and bought downy and cleaned the house up before you know I went back to, to work. And she's like, "I cleaned the house for nothing." That's why you don't clean the house at lunch. <laughs> exactly. What the no. Hell? Who cleans well, the house at lunch? To have a lunch. <laughs> That's what lunch That's is what, for. Um. We looked in the house, and first thing we noticed is that uh, Jonathan, my son, and Gracie, my stepdaughter's room, um, seemed like it was still there, like it was all just fine. It had broken out the window of Jonathan's room, uh, took his door off its hinges. I mean, and I say off its hinges, I'm saying the wood was ripped off of the metal hinges. You could see some of the wood still left on it. Dang. Yeah, and it had gone into the hallway, and you could see the wind tunnel that was created by it went right out of Gracie's door into her room and blew out her window. So you could see the wind tunnel because Jonathan's toys went from his room into the hallway and into her room. Jeez. So you could see exactly how it happened. Huh. That was kind of neat. Um, and, I'm, of course, I'm looking at this going, this is kind of neat. Of course, That's yeah. kind of neat. Uh, but they had, they looked like they had a roof over their room still, so we thought, you know, majority of their stuff would be fine. We got a lot of Jonathan's clothes out that day, as much as we possibly could, that was not um, damaged by the soot and grossness that was everywhere. And... He, we got lucky that his toys were put into a bin in his closet, so we were able to get a lot of those out without having to worry about things. So we were happy that he was going to be happy for that day or two. Um, Gracie's room wasn't as good. The, she she had her, her, her um, closet door open, so all the soot went into her clothes, and mm. it just ruined them all. Yeah. The majority of that stuff was all gone. Um, so we were able to get a few things out of her room, but a lot of out of Jonathan's. We were just happy that we were able to get some kind of continuity for Jonathan, some, some continuousness for him so he doesn't feel like there's so much of a change that's about to happen. He yeah. can still have some of his stuff to hang on to because he hates change as it is. This is the kid that cried when we decided to get a new dining room table. <laughs> he really wanted the old dining room table really bad. And then when we got the new dining room table, we didn't like it as much as we thought we were going to. We had it for one day and we decided to take it back for another one and he cried when we got rid of that one. Jeez. He hates change. He hates it. So we knew this was going to be a huge deal for him. <laughs> so Crying is not going to change it. No, it's not. But looking around the house, everything was pretty much pretty, pretty much gone. I mean, I have some pictures put up on, on my Facebook, but uh, that's the majority of what was there. Yeah. Um, very neat to see the house kind of having walls that are slanted. And, you know, the fireplace all inside your living room. Uh, <laughs> bricks everywhere. I mean... 
it, it kind of made me wonder also, you know, how, how, how well are our fireplaces put together if the bricks just come apart within the living room or, or if something hit it hard enough and broke all the brick off. I don't know which one. I, it's just weird to Probably see just, just a pile of brick. You know, the roof comes off and it falls into... It just falls apart that like that? I, I don't know. I've never seen brick well, do that. Well, it's not made to hold together. There's another spider right there. Maybe one right there. Right there. That is a tiny... We just killed the mommy. The fucker's running fast. <laughs> Dude, we are about to get arachnophobia. And I can't see it. Oh, I can now. It's gone. I just killed it. <laughs> Where are they coming from? I'm not liking this. All right, keep going. From? Hurry before arachnophobia <laughs> hits here. All right. Um, so it's yeah. like it was parachuting. Did you see it? Yeah, it did. It was kind of weird. It was like that scene in Charlotte's Web where they it's all only take coming flight. Out. I think they're coming from the vent because it's only happened two times and whenever the air conditioner came right on. Because I always thought it was lint at the time. Oh, shit. That's not a cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> the spider's in this house. Wow. The snake's on a plane. Oh, Lord. Okay. Awesome. So, on to the rest. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. I... Um, while we were there loading stuff up, Whatever little bit we could find. I could not find my shed. That was interesting to me. At the first time that I went there, I could not find it. I was like, where'd the <laughs> shed go? Well, it must have blown into somebody else's yard. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, you look across the road from me and uh, realize that there was two, you know, two or three houses across the street, and one of them was completely gone. I mean, down to the, just the foundation. That was it. Uh, the other two next to it still had walls and stuff up. And I thought that was odd, but then the neighbor next to me told me that what happened, and he could tell by looking at what what happened with his stuff. He had a boat and a trailer in his backyard. It had been picked up over his house into the other house that was right across the street from him, went through it. And the reason why he could tell that was because his, his boat was nowhere to be found, but his trailer was at the backyard of that guy's house, like mingled up. Jeez. So he could tell that that's where it went. <laughs> so crazy. Um... While we were there, uh, we started spilling some natural gas. We were like, oh, man, it's not natural gas. We didn't even think about that being a problem. Mm-hmm. And as we're there, we realized that we shouldn't be there because natural gas people started racing down the street <laughs> and parking their car right across the road from us, and they were getting out really fast. Not a good and, sign. But uh, it was also starting to rain at that time, and we were already packing up. We were like, okay, it's starting to rain a bit. we got to get what we need. Uh, we don't know how bad it's going to rain. Let's just go and and with no roof, it's not like the gas is going <laughs> to fill your house and then explode. Exactly. It's, that's true. That's true. But we were, you know, we just thought it was part of, you know, what you would That's smell. just part of life. Yeah. It's just natural gas. Yeah. That's all. No big deal. So we, like got out of there that day. we got out of the out of there that day and we were not able to come back in for two or three more. Jeez. Which really sucked because it had rained a lot after that. Yeah. So when we came back in, oh, oh, and most of the stuff that we thought we could salvage anywhere else, we put in Jonathan's room because we thought that looked like it had a roof over its till. We thought, we and like from the inside, mm-hmm. we, not from the outside because we didn't pay attention much to the outside at the first. We just looked at the inside. Come to find out that that was not a roof over their rooms. That was the drywall that was left over. So therefore, after it Jeez. rained, it all went crumbled. In, yeah, crumbled into uh. their rooms. So everything that we did have that we thought was okay, that we even put into their rooms to be safe for the night or the couple nights, was ruined. Because anything important though, we're just kind of miscellaneous stuff. To who? Important to who? <laughs> <laughs> well, not to you, but. Some well, we got some pictures out. I mean, and yeah. that's we put that in, a, in one of those tote bin things, so it was protected well enough. Um, some of the other things, like you know, there were some clothes that we put in there, some knickknacks, things like that that we found that we might have been okay. Yeah, um, to me, it's fine. Um, 
So we were able to get some pictures out. That was good. Oh, and uh, my computer, because that was one of the things that had the rest of our pictures. I want to make sure I keep my computer. Oh, well, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so we put that in that room, and it, it was okay. At least I hope. I haven't, yeah. I haven't found a way to get see if I can uh, get the stuff out of it yet. So, But that that is the extent of the damage of the house. Um. So at the time, where were you staying? Did you stay at her parents for a couple nights? Or? For about five days, we did. Jeez. Um, we we had already planned a trip to go to Colorado uh, to take care of because Karen's daughter was graduating high school uh, from Colorado. Um, so we were going to go there to see her graduation, and we weren't going to take it. At least I thought, you know, we should we shouldn't go. We've got you know things we have to get done here. But everybody that we talked to, everybody that we knew said, you have to go. This will yeah. get you stress-free. This will get you – yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it was originally supposed to be – okay, not that I mind it, but it was originally supposed to be just a trip between you know me, Karen, uh, Gracie, my daughter, stepdaughter, and uh, Jonathan, my son. And then it became, well, cousin Morgan wanted to come with us. Well, that's okay. She's pretty quiet. She's all right. She's hot. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> She's 12? 13-ish, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we, we're like, oh, that's not a problem. So he didn't She'll answer the question. <laughs> so she hot? It's not important. Um, he didn't then, say no. Okay, so moving on. Her mother and father also came with us. So we had Is that many people. Hot? So that many people showed up, and, and, and we were able, somebody else allowed us All to in borrow the same their car. car. Yeah, but somebody else let us, allowed us to borrow a car. It was an expedition, a Ford expedition, which was nice, yeah. very roomy. So I got lucky as far as that goes. But when you have that many people, <laughs> we stopped every two hours, Ugh. and that made it a long trip. So you got to deal with the tornado. Yes. And all the devastation. Yes. And all that tr- stuff. And then mm-hmm. you had a National Lampoon. Oh, in the middle of that. Colorado <laughs> yes. vacation. Yeah. Right, right in the middle of right it. Right in the middle of it. It's, oh, let's let's go ahead and do this. It's going to be stress-free. It'll it'll help you. No. No, it didn't. It so did while you were driving and everyone else was asleep, was there any hot blondes coming alongside you in their convertible? No. No, unfortunately, there was not. Yeah. Instead, the whole time, I only worried the fact that we were driving through Kansas to get to Colorado <laughs> Tornadoes. Tornado season. Oh, <laughs> so the whole nice. time I kept thinking, well, worst case scenario is on the way home or the way there, we're going to hit another tornado and it's going to finish us off. So that's all I cared about the whole time. So when the other tornadoes came through on the thirty first, on the thirty first, yes, and even though, okay, they after we came back from the trip, uh, our insurance company was able to put us up in a hotel. So I was, happy, I was happy with that. They were able to finally give us some room that was away from others. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Right there on 19th and 35. Exactly, 19th and 35, I-35. Um, so we were pretty excited about that. And we went back to, at least I went back to work as normal. And Karen uh, was taking care of the tornado stuff at home as much as she could because, uh, you know, we were getting some donations at that time, and she was helping out with that. And also registering for FEMA and things of that nature whenever yeah. you need to. Um so while she's doing that, I went back to work, and uh, we were told that there was going to be some more storms on the 31st, and it was going to be really, really bad as compared to the last time that was just really bad. That's what they mm-hmm. kept telling us. This is going to be worse. It's going to be big. It's going to be bad. You know, it's ripe for really bad uh, storms. And, of course, I'm still the Oklahoman thinking, oh, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> Air conditioning just came on, so we're all going to stare <laughs> at the vent for a little bit to see if we see any spiders come out. Yeah, no spiders yet. Okay, continue with your story. Okay. Uh, God, every part of me itches now. 
I knew it was going to be a lot okay. of... They talked about a lot of hail this time compared to the last time. Yeah. And like I told you, I'm very gun-shy when it comes to hail. Sure. I, it's, I, I can't explain it other than if you've ever drove in a hailstorm where the hail is bigger or as big as baseball size or softball size, that'll freak you out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, when I when I did that that one time, I stopped at a you know uh, grocery store while it was happening, and I realized after I got in there that I could have gotten killed on the way from my car yeah, to could. there. Because as I was in there, people were coming in there bloodied up completely because the windshield had been bashed in. I was just very lucky that that didn't happen to me. But ever since that did happen, I'm very gun-shy about driving home during a storm. So I've yeah. always told myself, if a storm comes between 4 o'clock or 5 or whatever, I'm staying there. And I will not leave until the storm's over because it's not going to do me any good to be on the road. Does your not. office have a shelter? Or? It's a five-story building, and uh, you can just go into the um, uh, stairwell. And typically with tornadoes, you know... It's not going to take out all five stories. It's just going to take off the top two or three. Who knows? Well, yeah. how many how many five story buildings have we ever seen get hit by a tornado? Not many. Not many. Exactly. So nobody knows. Nobody knows. A lot of different learning things that we still learn. Yeah. As time goes on, like you know, no more going underneath the bridge. No more being in your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you saw Superman, that was one of the main problems with that movie. Yes. Any guy from Kansas knows. Nah. Oh, God damn it. What? Where? Did yep. you just see it? Yep. Where's it at? Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Okay. Another. Sp- I think Alan just ate the spider or it's on Steve. I'm broadcasting live from the Both Down studio as a spider. It was on Steve's shoulder. Dude, you have a spider problem. Holy fuck. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to pause this podcast. He's a hero, if you will. A hero whose dreams have turned to nightmares, who walks in step with tragedy and death, but still he perseveres. For such is the haunting fate of Spider-Man. Okay, we're back. This is the weirdest episode ever. I'm plagued. This is proof that we are all big, fat vaginas when it comes to spiders. I'm sorry, micros- microscopic spiders you can't see are creepy. Okay. They, I hope they're just in this room. Dude, they're everywhere. Because <laughs> if they're in all the vents, that means that my bed is probably crawling with spiders. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, it's probably already that way anyway. They talk about how yeah, spiders true, are... Though. But how do you know? The whole it, you eat eight spiders a year. How, how yeah. is that disproven? How is it proven? Somebody watched somebody for an entire year <laughs> and said, he ate 16 spiders without knowing it, so we're going to average it out. <laughs> okay, so anyways. All right. God. <laughs> so you know not to drive out <laughs> during a big thunderstorm. Yes, yes. Or tornado. We were talking about Superman, how that was the only flaw. Yeah, you don't movie. go under the Nobody road. goes under the underpass. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And that's if you're was... from Kansas, you know to keep an eye out on the radio. You don't just... Oh, look, there's a tornado. tornado. Yeah, nobody does that. No. Especially during tornado season, you know this is the time. Or if you do, you deserve to die. I don't know if I go that far. However, they were in a perfectly good ditch nearby, and they decided to go into the, uh, whatever. Underpass. Underpass. Let's not talk bad about the Man of Steel. No, because it was a great movie. It was a really good movie. It was okay. What? It was the only flaw I had. Okay. Okay, moving on. Moving on. All right, so, okay. Um... 31st, okay. So I'm at work again. And when the storm hits again, Karen's stuck with the kids again. Uh, this time she decides she's going to get in the car 
because they all told everybody the last time, and this is yep. what the news media did to the people in Oklahoma. They screwed them over yeah. by saying, if you're not, they specifically sold us on the last tornado. I know. If you are not underground, then get out you of there. You will die. Because you will yeah. die. So of and course, that's probably saved a lot of people, and saved Jake at least. On that one, maybe. Yeah. But on this next one, it put a lot more people in jeopardy. This one, The next one also hit right at rush hour. You can put that as much as you want to, but I know a lot more people who got in their car and drove away. Absolutely. I, of, I totally agree. Instead of... Which I mean, made we, it worse. We yeah. went early to my mom's house to avoid traffic. But there's so many people we knew that just kept trying to outrace exactly. the mm-hmm. storm. And that's what Karen did. She got in the car and she went down to Norman because she knew her grandmother had a big storm shelter and that's where they were going to go. Yeah. Her whole entire family went there. They had, I think, I really want to say 20 people or 19 or 20 people in a storm shelter under her grandma's uh, house area. Jeez. A ton of people. Um, and they were in there for a good 20 minutes during the whole thing because they weren't sure where. Well, anyway. So that's back. the one that went crazy. Yes, that went very crazy. staying together and going northeast because what's funny about it that, broke apart and went south started in el reno yukon area mm-hmm. el reno area okay and they talked about how it was going to go north northeast or east northeast or mm-hmm. something like that so all i know is whenever i was looking on the google maps i was at, as i was at work i was outlining it thinking okay it's that's north you know and it goes northeast that's the way it goes and the trajectory it was going at that moment I knew that I was in direct line of where it was going. It was going to hit yeah. right there, which is amazing because the tornado doesn't ever go there. Um, and I was like, okay, this is amazing. So I'm thinking also, tornadoes don't go downtown Oklahoma City. They normally go north or south. So I'm thinking it's going to go slightly north of me, and maybe it'll pass everything and be Some fine. type of heat thing will force it either north or south. But for a while, yeah. yeah, but for a while it never moved north or south. It just kept going in that same exact line. Mm-hmm. Until it did turn. And when it finally did, it went completely opposite of what everybody was expecting, the yeah. southeast instead of. And that was crazy, and that's what got a lot of people hurt. Um, but, of course, that came along with many different tornado uh, – I guess people thought they saw more tornadoes, tornado mm-hmm. sightings, I guess. Many cells or right. many cyclones. But also straight-line winds, which were really damaging yeah. just as bad as the tornadoes. Because especially after my drive home, I realized how much the straight-line winds actually hurt just as much because well, those winds actually totaled my brother's house oh yeah his yeah. whole house has shifted like three inches and seeing all the signs and and okay so okay i stayed there at work i decided to go ahead and stay there i had i had stuff to do anyway so mm-hmm. i went to i stayed at work and i uh, told karen i was going to um she got out fine she went back home uh to her mom and dad's house for a while um they were not able to get back to the hotel because there was so much flooding. This actually also had the most water that we had ever seen right. in a storm uh, in a long time, at least. Which is really where most of the deaths came from. Right, right. Um, so when I decided to leave, I can't remember what time it was. Um, I want to say it was like 9, 10 o'clock. I mean, it was late. I decided, okay, I'm, I've been here long enough. I'm leaving. I was one of the last three people in the building. The only other people there were the janitorial staff that was mm-hmm. there cleaning up the whole place. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm finally leaving. I heard that it was floods. Um, didn't realize how bad until I tried to get on I-35, and it was closed. Jeez. It was closed. The entire highway was closed. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'll go a different route. I go down I-40 and try to go to 240 and get off on May and go south on May because I knew I couldn't go through downtown. There was no way. I heard right. that it was I heard there was really bad flooding downtown. Um, I tried to get... And at this time, I'm driving my little tiny Nissan car, Nissan Maxima, uh, really low to the ground. Every time I got to any kind of water, I worried that I was going to stall out. Yeah. Uh, 
so I, I just made it a rule after I went past the first big big um, puddle that I would not allow I would not allow myself to go through any puddles without another car going first. I needed to see <laughs> how deep it was. I don't care if they get Makes stuck, sense. but I'm not going to get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so many times I'd actually stop the car and let somebody go through, and then I'd go behind them. <laughs> Uh, but driving on the highway back home, there were no lights. That was crazy to me. There were no lights. I mean, of course, at this time, I had no idea how many tornadoes had happened, no matter mm-hmm. what. You know, all I knew was straight line winds because I, I looked out the windows, of course, again, whenever the storms were there. Of course, yeah. And realized that the rain did go on completely straight slant whenever it was when it was raining. Uh, as I was driving home, I ran over uh, a lot of electric wires. A lot of people? No. Okay. Um, but electric wires, that's creepy when you're not yeah. expecting it it's dark outside all of a sudden you see wire coiled up in the middle of the road of course i'm not going that fast i'm only going 30 35 miles per hour but it actually is quite a, quite fast when you're considering not being able to see anything not knowing what's out there i'm one of the few cars on the road yeah um and i ran over that wire freaked me out uh finally went down may went down fourth street very difficult to get through because it was so much flooding and that honestly that was the worst part of for me mm-hmm. for me uh, was the flooding. And I finally made it to the hotel, but I was not able to get to my family at that time either because the flooding was so bad, there was no way to get around. Yeah. So that was that was the worst part about that storm. But it was interesting because of all the signs that I saw that were bent over. I mean, tons of them. Mm-hmm. Tons of just crazy just signs just bent over halfway that you know that were there just before, but the straight line winds have blown them completely over. Jeez. So... Now that both of those storms have passed, yes, you're dealing with the insurance. You've gotten paid out pretty decently from the insurance. I mean, they're taking care of you well enough, right? Right, right. We're we're we're. And what's we're your plans okay. for recovery? Well, um, we've weighed all the options, and the only option we can come up with is, is having to rebuild, which sucks. It sucks because I mean, well, it's great because you get to choose whatever you want or whatever. Yeah. But it sucks because it's a grueling process, and it's. How long is it going to take? No less than five months. It's kind of fast. It's kind of fast. It just depends on the contractor. It depends on all this kind of stuff. We, yeah. We're still we're still muddling through it. Um, Can we expand or keep the same floor plan? Yeah, you need a hot tub and a blood bowl room. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Now uh, you can enclose no. the garage. No, no, no. We're not going to close the garage. Why would we do that? We could just have a blood bowl room. Like you said, I already pointed. Many times when Karen and I have talked about building a house, the first thing I kept saying is, we need to study or an extra room. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, we do. We, that way if the kids come over, you know, that, no, no. that, that you know, want to visit us, we have a place to put them. And, I was like, and by children, you mean me. And yeah. I said, I said uh, no, no, no. This is the blood bowl room. This is perfect for a blood bowl room. She was like, we're not calling it a blood bowl room. And I said, you may not call it a blood bowl room. <laughs> but when I invite my friends over, I'm going to say, hey, meet me at my house in my blood bowl room. Mm-hmm. I like it. Meh. It's going to be a game room. Yeah. But it'll... But still, hopefully, this is what we're hoping that we're going to get a game room and that we're going to have not the same floor plan because we had before only only had like eleven fifty square feet, like mm-hmm. under twelve hundred for a three bedroom home. That's tiny. It is tiny. Uh, so hopefully, we're going to get a little bit better than that, just so we can feel more comfortable. That's good. But like I said, it's a grueling process, and we're stuck without a place to call home. Um, and that's actually what I miss the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that. You know, the insurance company was able to put us in a rent home for now, but it's not home. It's, yeah. You, you, it's so just many a place you that just, you're at. Right. But so many times you feel like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home and relax. I just want to go home and just 
go to sleep early and you can't it's not your house it's not and all the furniture there is not ours you know it's just it's just rental furniture that was given to us by the company i mean it, it's just yeah. like it's not ours it sucks but we have to make do for now better than being dead absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah i guess it is better than being dead yeah just, just put it out there one of the few things yeah <laughs> these spiders might have their way with us and kill us tonight <laughs> Steve's going to worry about the spiders all night. It's yes, so it funny. I'm not going to fucking sleep. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to change sheets and then just be like, make sure that all the new sheets have been washed and spider free. If you had a fan in your room, you can actually blow it on yourself or over the bed. That way, if any of well, I have you know, a fan. If any of them parachute down, they'll just go they'll over. They'll just go here. over. Yeah. The fan will blow them off at you. Well, maybe. <laughs> Unless they parachute down near the fan and it goes onto you right. because of the fan. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you can just eat them. I mean, people eat like eight. People eat spiders. It's true. Just eat your eight. Get and your quota. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not eating any more of you guys. I've had eight. I've been good all year. I'm going to eat eight tonight and then be done with it. I'm getting it out of the way. Getting out of the way. God, this has been the weirdest podcast. God. All right. So, anything else you want to talk about on your tornado experience? I feel like I've been boring enough on that. Honestly, well, people want to know. True. Yeah. People love but you. Overall, I mean, every time we get feedback, everybody's like, "We love Alan." How we want to hear more, more Alan. Alan. How about Alan? That's that's me. We want as other people. We oh. want the Chaos Cup <laughs> Stunty Champion Stunty from champion. 2012. And I'm like, okay, fine. I won Critter Bowl, and they're like, we don't care. And no. I was like, Steve won Bugman's, and they're like, we don't care. And so it's just like, well, fine, just forget it all. Okay. Well. With the ranting done and the tornado talk, I guess we'll go ahead and end this, and we're going to come back with some questions for Alan. Yes. Hi, I'm Glowworm, and if you like a good goblin, coach, join me at Third Bowl this year on the 10th of 11th of August in sunny Bognor Regis in the UK, or on www.justgiving.com forward slash glowworm. We're collecting money for a UK cancer charity. Please sponsor me. See you there. Guten Abend, this is Jacob von Altdorf, the human throw for the Reichland Rivers. You're listening to Steve and Scott of Both Down. All right, we're back for our next segment. This is going to be a Q&A with Alan. This will be interesting. How do you like being the focus of the show? I love it. It should be this way every time. <laughs> Alan loves the attention. If we get a lot of feedback that just says they love this show, I'm just going to give up. Because <laughs> Why give up? Just in, just invite me on. Okay, so we're gonna have a, we have to have a poll. Nibble. Everybody needs to email. And you can email bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. You, we can either do... All three of us, me and Alan, <laughs> Alan yes. and Scott. So far, and that's it. No more. Or me and Scott. Okay. So one of those four options. Why don't you create the poll and just have the link set up Steve, for them to choose? Because then people actually vote. If we have to. Steve. We don't want to know the answer. <laughs> I was trying to say, yeah, let's not do this because we don't want to hear the answer. <laughs> I know. Come on. It'd be funny. Now, wait. Other... Can we just have Alan by himself? <laughs> yes. Uh, Alan and that one guy that made the voice for his coach. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> just Alan and the spiders. Can we just do that? <laughs> just They're interview great, spiders yeah. every time they come down. Baby spiders. Gosh, they're worse. <laughs> you can hardly see them. Yep. The first baby. one was the mommy. That's what I said. We killed the one, and then baby spiders after. Revenge. 
They're gonna, in a world, they're gonna eat you tonight. In a world filled with spiders, one uh, man tries to sleep alone. He has to eat more than eight a year. <laughs> While his buddies eat less, so they stay average. <laughs> it's dangerous out there. Don't go alone. Let's us three make a pact. Steve, a this pact? year, you, you eat, eat 24 spiders. There you go. No. I mean, Alan won't eat any. <laughs> I might and have already. next year, you have to Alan, you eat 24 spiders, and me and Steve won't end it, eat any. And then the following year, I'm out. I'm not going to eat any. <laughs> I just quit. I'm in it only if he, he can prove every one of the 24. Then I'll, I'll do we it. We have to watch him eat 24 spiders. Yes. How about we film it? And then it just becomes a new season of 24. So it's just Jack, <laughs> whatever his name is, every uh-huh. him eating 24 spiders. Each episode is one spider? Yeah. Let's just have a spin-off <laughs> just, it's, a, it's an episode, and somewhere in that hour, he's eating <laughs> a spider. <laughs> you just don't know where it comes. Let's just have a spin-off. That's kind of awesome. It's like Spin-off you, podcast you, called 24 Spiders, and we just talk about whatever we want. <laughs> 24, 24 spi- subjects in one hour. That's awesome. I'm all right with that. God, this is not a bad idea. <laughs> wow. See? <laughs> well, let's rotate through them. Because that way we could do the Thundercats idea, too. God, we could not... Shh. We could not. Was that a, was that a leaky pipe? <laughs> Stop. We would we get so through ideas. like two okay. p- questions, and we'd be done with an hour. Yeah, I know. What? Speaking right. of questions. Speaking of questions. Okay, and I'm not prepared at all. So Good. okay, so Steve, interesting. Steve sent out the question today through Twitter at both down, and uh, asked our fans, you know, "Give us questions for Alan." Yeah, it's kind of late. In the day, so not a whole lot of response. But. So, uh, winged human or winged human, our buddy John, he asks, "What's your favorite team in Blood Bowl and why?" That's a very difficult question um, because I have to approach it in a different way, depending on what. I, I know that's weird. I, you, you should just have one specific favorite, right? This is However, why it's fun asking Alan questions. <laughs> Which has been a topic of a podcast before. It was like, man, we could just get Alan to answer any question, and he'd go off on some weird Would you save tangent. a dog or a human? Well, whose dog is it? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not getting into that. Yeah, that was an awesome conversation. All right, so what's your favorite team and why? First off, what's your favorite team that you play? My Of my own teams? Of your own team. That's a much easier question for me to answer. Okay. It's still hard to answer. <laughs> All right. Because my favorite team and my hated team... I think are the terrors. Um, I can my vampires, that. That? my okay. vampire team. Um, I, I I want them to win so bad, and I have so much faith in them. And, and it seems like they they do so well for the first half of every season that they do well in, and then the second half they just completely. They get did hungry. very well all season, except the last game this year. I agree. I agree. But it, it's just the way. They are my blood ball boner. They are. Might want to explain that to people. <laughs> We've done it before in a previous podcast. However, still, it's the moment during Blood Bowl when you play any game and you think to yourself, okay, okay, I could win this game and I could do all this and it's awesome. It's going to kick ass. All I have to do is this one thing and all it has to roll is not a one. And you roll and it's a one. Mm-hmm. That was your Blood Bowl boner beforehand and then deflated afterwards. <sighs> you re roll it. That's fine. I still could do this. And another one. Yep. Yep. They are my blood ball boner. Okay. <laughs> so what about overall teams? 
I hate most of the overall teams that everybody enjoys the most, like elves or uh, let's say uh, the Norse, b- because they're so great. And because I think they're built in good. Yes, and, and I and I get why people will like them or why people will use them and why they want to you know play them in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Or okay. so the question wasn't what you hate. I what know. do you like? Beyond vampires, we, we know in the vampires. league it's the Sylvanian terrors. Yes, is your favorite. Yes, in the league that is. Mm, yeah, that is my favorite. It's not. It's not my. It's my favorite team. It's my favorite team. It's not my favorite overall background. Overall, okay. That's 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 the hard thing though, because like when you come about the league, we have our backgrounds to our our uh, teams and which characters we like the most, and and uh, I really like the uh, the Hanna Barbarians or the Hanna Barbarians. I like them a lot um, because of their storyline and and because I was able to get what I wanted out of that uh, with all their names. <laughs> um, and they look awesome. And they do look great now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is another team that I've had? I can't remember all of them that I've even used. I've got the new Skaven that I've used this year. Uh, the, the Doom Ringers. The Doom Ringers are my so favorite. So you because, like... Yeah. Okay, for the example, you used the Hanna Barbarians. Oh, this was an idea Alan had when, what, after the first season you played with us? Yes. And you said, I want a team called the Hanna Barbarians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, named off the cartoons. Hanna Barbarians. And I was like, no. Yes. And he's like, but... But what if I, you know, get it? They're all named after cartoons. And I was like, no. And, and I think I challenged you to make it work within the fluff. You did. And Alan came up with this story about how they worshipped a chaos god like many Slanesh, Norse teams do yeah. and stuff. And Slanesh teams. And, and they were from the mountain. They were the mountain people, right? No. Yeah. yeah. And they were a tribe of people that raped and pillaged and did everything else. <laughs> yes. They did a lot of evil things. We don't have the details, but you typed up a whole oh, page yeah. of background. Maybe too much. Maybe too much. And you justified it, and I was like, okay, you can. Because you renamed the name Hannah to H apostrophe N A A. Yeah. Alan also has one of my favorite teams. Yes. I was going to say, this is my other favorite team. Yeah. The Mount Black Eyed Bees. <laughs> yes. Just yeah, but only you guys love that. Well, uh, it's, it's so awesome. <laughs> It all started, honestly, all this started because I, whenever we, when I first played the league with the Doombringers, uh, my undead team, I played uh, and I saw that Sarge, uh, Mike, uh, our, our buddy Mike, uh, Sarge, he um, had a team that was the uh, the Packers. The Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. And he named most of his characters off of homosexual uh, movie, stars. movie stars. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was awesome. And I wanted to run with that so bad with every one of my teams. Right. And he also spelled Green Bay in a different way. Different so it way. looked kind of Green Elvish. Bay or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And every one of the names of his characters were also spelled in certain ways that you had to actually phonetically sound them out or else you wouldn't get what they were. Right. Which is what I loved about it, which is what I wanted to do with my teams until I got to the Mount Black Eyed <laughs> Bees and then I decided to just name them for who they are. Um <laughs> <laughs> The Mount Black Eyed Bees uh, is, it, is, of course, well, is, is, is... It's a pun off the Black Eyed Peas, right? The Black Eyed Peas, yes. But I liked it because I wanted to make it an Amazon team. And the bees were actually a, a pun on bitches. Okay. Okay, so the Black Eyed Bitches. Um, so they're the Black Eyed Bees, although I turned it into the, the, you know, the insect bee. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're the Black Eyed Bees. Um, and every one of the team members are named after famous or women who have been beaten by their husbands. So okay. it's a domestic <laughs> abuse, humorous, blood bowl team. Well, and their coach 
<laughs> is also someone who had been it's a manager who's a man who has also been beaten by his spouse supposedly uh abraham lincoln mm-hmm. so i did not keep it just one race or one not one race uh <laughs> one um ge- gender so i did try to incorporate that as well and I thought it was awesome. And ironically, and, yeah, they I, get beat a lot. Oh, I mean, okay. I thought you were going to say, who was the first person... To get killed? To get oh. killed off the team. Because I remember the night this happened. Yes, because it was Alan wonderful. had an apothecary. It was late in the game, and he could have used it easily. And yes, he goes, no, I chose not to. it's too thematic. Yep. Yeah. Who, yeah. Alan, who was the first character on the Black Eyed Bees that died? Uh, Nicole Brown Simpson. <laughs> Uh, that's just wrong. It, it is. It's unfortunately she was not stabbed by a dark elf. No, she was not. But that would have been even elf. better. <laughs> no orcs will stab either. Yeah. No. No. But that was. It was. It, I had to. I had to let it go. <laughs> what I also think is funny to me is that my thrower that I use is Lorena Bobbitt because mm-hmm. she threw the famous you know phallic out yeah. the window. Uh, whatever. And, and it wasn't. Uh, was Farrah Fawcett one of yours? I believe so. And then she died. The like the player died right after she died. I think something like that. Yes, it's been pretty thematic with them. Yes, <laughs> was, I've only played them like one, maybe two seasons of that. I think it might have been one, but yeah, Just it was one season. One season. Okay. Yeah, then you played them in. Uh, oh, the tournament, the Oklahoma Bowl. No. Alan was undefeated. I'm very, I'm very superstitious. Uh, superstitious. Very, especially when it comes to these these teams and my and my. These are my guys. These are my women. I, I don't want them to They're fail. Players, right. They're my players. Yeah, and and I and I have to play them a certain way every time. I have to do certain things. And then this one time, it was the first time I ever played in a tournament. It was the first time I played in any tournament, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I took the Black Eyed Bees as they were on the roster, just a new version of them to the tournament. And they did horrible in the tournament. And I came back after a flawless first half of the season. Forno. <laughs> to I believe losing, if not not winning anymore after that. I think they did lose out. I don't know if you lost out, but you definitely did not win any games. No. And you missed the playoffs, barely. It was and so I sad. I blame it on that tournament still. I will. Yeah. I still, to this day, I will not use it. It was a perfect 4-0 season, and then after yeah. that tournament, just... Yep. yep. Took the steam out of their sails. Absolutely. All right. So, so I don't know if we answered that question, but... Because no, it's so hard to, it's hard, hard to choose. Okay, what's, what's one team that you have not played that you would enjoy, you think? That I would enjoy or that I would want to play? Yeah, you, you get a free team if you get so I'm thinking you would enjoy Goblins. I kind of would enjoy Goblins. I think I, everybody I've, I've toyed with two goblins. teams right now, and that's Goblins and, honestly, Chaos. Uh, okay. I want to play a Chaos team. Um, I don't know which version, though. Uh, I just, just think like a, a Chaos team would be fun. Okay. Because I feel like... Kind of like you did with them before, and I know that you did it a lot more liberal than I would when it comes to how chaotic you played them. Mm-hmm. But they would that would work in my benefit, I think, because I could just blame it on the fact of they're just chaos. So that's that's true. Just the way it works. Whereas you know when I get mad at my vampire team, that's not the same. They should they should be better. Alan doesn't like losing, so who does? Who does? Well, I know, but you sort of have a fear of it. Like going to Chaos Cup instead of taking a team that you could do well with. I know I took you a team backed that was... out and took Stunty, which you well, still did well. There's two reasons why I did that. Not because I was afraid of losing with a good team. Question and answers is going to be a long segment. Oh yeah, way, you should have known going. that. This is with the me. fluffiest question, so let's keep yeah. going. When it comes to uh, the, the the that tournament, uh, the reason why I took them was because I knew that 
I'd have more fun during a tournament setting, especially for two days, not knowing. And I've only like. But that's that, what I'm saying is that he's instead afraid of, of expectations, not losing. Yes, I think that's what you mean. That is what I mean. Okay, because if you took an Amazon team to a tournament, uh, you would expect to do well, you and you think, wouldn't enjoy as much. Right. right. Whereas to me, that's part of the fun. And I also see the fun of taking a crap team and just be like, I'm here to play. I don't care if I win or lose. Yeah, you can only go up if you take... Right, and that way I can also, you know, do really weird things. And if I was Mm -hmm. able to get that one-turn touchdown, that's amazing. And that's all that matters. If I could do that once per day, that's fine. I completely understand. I took humans and did horribly. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, not not such a good year, Chaos. Okay, so, second question, Scott. Uh, You took the questions from me. I did. (laughs) You took them back. Ah, I have all of them now. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Uh, we got one from Kevin A. on Twitter. If you were a star player, what would your negatrait be? <laughs> What's awesome about this question is that if it was first three season Allen, first three seasons Allen would be bonehead. Okay. Because there's been many times in those first three seasons that I tried to pass after blitzing. Yeah. We call that the Allen. The Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that that would be a majority of what it would be. Okay. Bonehead. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I honestly think that actually fits me perfectly. What What do you guys suggest? <laughs> I really want to know. Can you guys hmm. bash me? Come on. Go ahead. Tell me. Hmm? Bonehead's no. actually as bad as it's going to get, I think. Well, I was thinking always hungry. I say bloodlust or always hungry? Yeah. Bloodlust probably makes... It doesn't make the most sense because you're not trying to kill us, right? But, but you you play vampires so trying to say I'm a leech. <laughs> well, no, just that you—it's something for you to fail a lot that you don't think you're going to. Bloodlust is perfect because you're fine until a certain point. Okay, yeah, that's you true. Really need something. That's a good way of putting. That's it. A and great then point. all us, all you have to do is walk in the end zone, <laughs> and, and it's like, and uh-uh, sorry guys, I'm out of here. That's happened too to many go, times. You have to backtrack the opposite way. Okay, yeah, I, because I agree. if you. That is true, because just like in seasons, you do well in the beginning, and <laughs> yeah. then you're gone. So it's kind of like you failed that roll, and you're gone for the... It's a little warm in here, too, so that made it worse. <laughs> Scott's trying to fumigate the spiders. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen one in a while, so wow. hopefully... That just now hit you, that smell? Yes, it did. Oh, that took a while. There's no, there's not much airflow, that's why, so it's going to be here for a while. <laughs> it's going to stay. Oh, lordy. It's part of the house now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's another question? Uh, I believe you had a question for him. Oh, um, this comes in from uh, <laughs> Fat Finley on Twitter. He asks, what is your favorite porn star and why? Oh, man, these guys, tough questions. Uh, I, I That's a very tough question. Because what, what exactly do we call a porn star? <laughs> This is what it is like dealing <laughs> with Alan all the time. Are we talking? You can't you just ask like him a video. You saw your mom do it on video. <laughs> no. Or would you, does yeah. it have to be paid or is it exactly. free? Exactly. <laughs> if it's paid or free, and that's number one. Number two is does it have to be video porn, porn star or star? Okay. Can it be just girl on girl? Is that considered multiple porn? videos? Okay. Paid can it be professional? Just pictures, no videos. No. No. Porn. So it has to have some kind of pi- Not, video. It's got to move. Well, pornography is pictures. Yeah, that's, why, that's why yeah. I got to verify. Well, okay. I think we know that Fat Finley meant somebody like doing action. So somebody who does how do you spell fat, action. Fat, how do you spell Fat Finley? Uh, if you wanted to contact this guy who sent this in, it would be at F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. Hmm, sounds yep. familiar. Yep. Uh, I heard he's a fan of the show. Yeah. And a pervert. Large fan. I mean, huge Ooh. fan. Boom. 
Take um, that, Fatty Finley. <laughs> uh, I'm not great with names. I'm great with faces. <laughs> <laughs> Do you pay attention to faces? I'm weird when it comes to Is the it porn. Bailey yes. J? No, no, it's not. Although that's funny because it's the only name I come up with in my head. And don't say Bailey J. Don't so say Bailey. it's Bailey J. No, no, it's not. And, and no, Buck it's not. Angel. No, 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 no. God, how much money would they make if they did a porn together? A lot. They would actually. That'd be huge. I wouldn't want to watch it. No, well, it's kind of like a train accident, yeah, though. You, you kind of. I would have it. to. You'd yeah. have to. Uh, no, no. You would. He's lying. <laughs> okay, so realistically, you like more of the amateur stuff, so you don't know any of the professionals. Mostly, and that's because I don't like fake boobs. That's the I majority of the reason why. So, like Flower Tukey? I don't know who that is. Okay. What? I <laughs> that's somebody. Scott knows a ton of porn stars. No, I don't. You know more than me. I don't know. Yeah, if you, you go back to one. like... Ni- <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you if you actually- go back to like 1995 and below, yeah. I know a lot of them, too, but I mean... It's well, the, there's three from Moore. Just pick one. Yeah, three from Moore. I only know one. Well, oh, there's three from Oklahoma. I guess it's three from Oklahoma. I there's, still only know yeah, one. One's from Toronto. Uh, Bobby Lane. Who's that? I don't know. Don't know. Okay, go ahead next. I know. What's the one? Um, Ashlyn. Jesse Jane. Ashlyn and Brooke. Ash- I think. Is she? And Jesse Jane. Yeah. yeah. Ashlyn Brooke's all right. One, she's from Ashland Choctaw. Brooke? I think. Yeah. She's the one from Choctaw. The one from Choctaw is pretty good. Right. I don't get the... From my alma mater. I think so. Ashland Brook, maybe? I don't know. Say who it was? I don't know. I don't... I really don't keep a... Believe it or not, I don't watch really like any porn anymore. No. Okay, Okay, what's your favorite porn website? Porn website? Uh, (laughs) I just type in porn on Google search. Really? I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) Okay. No, he can't say that. His wife's going to hear. No, she's not. In the past, my favorite has always been Coed Cherry. I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of this okay. either. All right, so we know. Thank you, Fat Finley, for getting <laughs> that answer out of him. I talked uh, to Vanessa Del Rio like, recently on Twitter. And did you? Yeah, she actually thought my kids were cute. I, it, and I don't mean to... Okay, well, since she is a porn star, I kind of want to ask these questions now. Does she have fake fake boobs? She oh, does, yeah. She does now. She oh, see, I don't know anything. Early in her career. I just... I'm not a big fake guy. I'm I don't not like, I'm not a fake She's guy Because it ruins, it ruins the release. nipple look. I mean, honestly, that's the biggest yeah. issue. If and they're scarring, fake, or, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah particularly like them whenever. Because you've been natural. around. Steve Ecker told me this a long time ago. You've been around mom boobs too much. You just like natural mom boobs. Not necessarily. No, they can't be. They can't <laughs> you be. Watch your, watch your mouth, Alan. No, no, no they can't be the kind of mom boobs that goes all the way to your knees or anything like that, or, or pancakes. No, it can't be nothing like that. <laughs> you've just been that. around kids too much. You like kid boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. I don't either. So we're going to just is stop. Morgan what hot? are what are kids? <laughs> that boobs? is true. We never got an answer to that. So is Morgan's hot mom? It's hot. not important. It's, it's not important. You have brought filth to this show. <laughs> filth and spiders. We talked about all the we didn't have filth any spiders that was in your you. house, and it's now it's everywhere. And spiders. This is like the apocalypse. <laughs> it's like the apocalypse. Is the Hey, before this goes off track even further, come on. It's the best. This will be an interesting question because it'll probably take half an hour. Craig on Twitter, if you were GW, what would you do with Blood Bowl? How would you relaunch it, or would you sell it? What would George Washington do? I was going to say, which GW are you talking about? Workshop. Okay, say, say it again, because I was too busy God. going off. Again, this is dealing with Alan. If you were Games Workshop, okay. yes. what would you do with Blood Bowl? How would you relaunch it, or would you sell it? I think I would relaunch it, not sell it. Because I wouldn't want to. Why would you want to let go of something like this? Well, yeah, but I mean, you could sell to the community or 
how what would I do with it? Let's see. Um, man, I honestly would love to put some way to put more fluff into it than it is now. I like the idea of having the old books that you have. You know, you've shown me before about the uh, the previous players and things like that. I would love to have some kind of a. I think it'd be neat to put some kind of newsletter out of you know these fake teams that are out there okay. every now and again. I mean, even if it's only on email-wise. But when it comes to relaunching or whatever, sending it out, I don't know exactly the direction of the question, except that I would... If you were Games Workshop, I, 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 and I, I, you had a release coming up in September. Okay. That release is Blood Bowl. Okay. It's Blood Bowl-related. It's either a new yeah, set. Would you new, have, like, seven teams in the box? Would new rules, one? new size be? board, new type of rules? board. I'd put more than two two teams in the box. I'd probably put four. Give you a total of... You know, give you a chance to experiment a little bit more. Okay. Because I like that idea. Full of, teams or... Of, of of more than you know twelve or eleven players, yeah, yeah, going full sixteen, I would prefer that because it's different models or keep it like it is, where like the throw rules look the same and the oh oh I thought you meant like you know different models as in a whole new uh, sculpt. Is that well, what you mean? Essentially, yeah. Oh, of course, a whole different new sculpt, sculpts for every single every character? single no, not every single character, every Just single every position position because okay. that's one of the hardest things to deal with when you play against another person is whenever they have so many different. Players mm-hmm. out there that don't look the same. Okay, so it's just easier anyway. Um, but uh, I also, <laughs> I would, I would put four different teams if that, two or four, but make sure there's you know of course good and bad. Um, of course, you'd have to have halfling and goblins involved in that. I would, I would love that to have a halfling team and a goblin team. Okay, not including. Well, I guess you could put a stream in. That'd be awesome. Uh, in in there as well. I, I would love to have it to where it already had the roster filled out for you though. To give them a so full... like pre-made teams. Yeah, I think that'd so be what, fun. Basically like the all-star teams that we have, you want in the box. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be so much fun to be able to you Are know, you open saying the from box. a new, newbie stance, yeah. you could just pick up this roster and go? Exactly. You don't have to worry about filling it up. It's already there. It's already set up. That makes um, sense. I mean, in some ways, that's yeah. kind of what second edition was, where you, when you got your star player book, you mm-hmm. got to see the rosters of like the eight like popular teams. Of yeah. The Reekland Reavers, the... The dark side cowboys and stuff. So, yeah, that makes sense. And, and that and would be kind of cool because then, like you said, you could have a little fluff behind that team. Exactly. And then if you wanted to advance past that, you start making your own. Right. Because I like the idea of thinking those were the pioneers. If you get that box and you open it up, that's your pioneers of your mm-hmm. league exactly. or your whatever. And that's the first teams that decided, we're going to make this a full game. It's going to be a professional game. And then the rest of the teams that you create are just part of that. Okay. It's, of course, don't forget, I'm, I'm coming at this as a third party to Blood Bowl as it is. I came through it through you guys who were into it a lot more than me. Therefore, you have you know more about what comes in the boxes as it is, per se. Yeah. I, I've never actually opened a brand new box. Would you put dice in there? Yeah, well, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. Do they not do that? <laughs> I'm joking, yeah. dude. <laughs> Just giving you a hard time. Keep the block dice. I would like to find some way to get rid of the... If there was a way that you can get rid of the passing range ruler, that'd be awesome. Just do um, it as a template, but I know why they do it in in some in some ways because it makes it to where you have to have Blood Bowl board to use it. Because otherwise, if you try to print your own, you have to go a different route. So I could see why they would stay with that. Makes sense in that sense, but it'd be better not to have another item. Like if you had the printout of the scatter template on the board instead of mm-hmm. having to deal with an extra piece that you have to deal with. All right. Things like that. I would change that up a little bit. Okay. Oh, another thing I would love to do is if you had, if it were me. And I'm relaunching it. There would be multiple boards. Not every not every board game that you open will have the exact same field. Oh, that's a neat idea. A f- total of four different fields, random throughout. One for each team. One for each team. Jeez. Wow, Alan. That would suck ass. <laughs> 
I mean, that would be awesome. It would be. It could but be. It could be. Awesome. If you're the company, that's amazing. If you're the buyer, it's only cool if you got the teams you wanted. But what if they <laughs> sold the the board separately? They afterwards, could, afterwards, yeah. oh, they would. Yeah, you can open, crank it open, like buy a, bo- a new box to, set for seventy five bucks or eighty bucks. And if you and want you buy the, fields, the you can other board for twenty five or thirty. Because that's one yeah. thing that oh, I kind of feel brilliant. like. Do they not do that now? Because I've never seen one where they no. actually. Yeah, they should sell these boards all by themselves. I mean, the only reason we got different boards is either people have crafted them right. themselves yeah. or FF go to like fields. FF Fields. No, see, that's my point. They should just create and sell the boards by themselves. People would pay money for their favorite. You know, race board if they could. God, that's right. true. Well, I mean, ever since we went to Chaos Cup and got like last year, we got the Nurgle boards. Absolutely. When I yeah. play the, my Nurgle team in our league, I'm going to use that board as my home stadium. Tell you what, time. another thing that would be a good selling point really is if you sold those that board um, with the type of dice that went with it. Each one of the boards has yeah. a different dice and a different ball. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of hmm. cool. Because I would love to open up like you know, oh, this is my halfling. Wow, see, board. this is a good idea from Alan. Yeah. Sometimes they come out. Alan has good ideas. He just gets them and But if you were in a fire and so is a dog, (laughs) he might rescue the dog over you. So just beware. In case you're curious, I asked Alan one time, you know, if there's a house burning and there's a dog and there's a human in there, which one do you save? (laughs) Alan could not answer that question there's too many variables there I need are to know. no variables i need to understand why i have to choose between a human and a dog the human should have been known you better enough to just get out have to uh are they upstairs or downstairs is one closer to me than the other um so yes this went on for way is it too his long. dog is it his dog is it somebody else's is it dog? somebody he likes is you know <laughs> is the person i'm choosing to, to save over the dog is it a child or an adult um there's a lot of things that i have to know He's like Gamera. He would only save the children. He was an adult. <laughs> Whereas, He'd be like, screw you, pal. Like, why do you want me to put my life in danger when you could jump through that fire just as well? For every single other person in creation, you ask them that question, <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, the human. Or if they go, the dog, then you slap it. I'm, that, I'm assuming it's a woman. You just slap her. <laughs> so I'm a woman if I, have, if I make that decision? It depends. If I open the door, <laughs> I see you standing there. Alan, help me. It's, I'd say, get out of here. You're thinking way too much into it. Why? Why? why because it's just, just human or dog. Which is more that's important? Not, that's not what you do when you go into a situation like that. You don't think. Eh, okay. All right. Do we have Segment. any other questions? No. All right. Thank well, God. We'll let Steve on, and Alan debate this further. I got more. <laughs> you got more. Do you have any questions for yourself? Oh, wait. Uh, no. No, but I, I will think of some <laughs> next time. Next time. You're wow. Back, dude. I'm coming back. So right. a segment of Alan's answering Alan's own questions. <laughs> I'm going to ask my own questions. When the, 24 dude, Spiders returns. That. The sad thing is Alan. he won't know the answers until he asks himself. I will. No, this will be this will be awesome. I will come up with some great questions. That only <laughs> Alan can't answer. <laughs> Next on 24 Spiders. Dun, dun. writer for the Long Island Blood Bowl League, here with another Did You Know, featuring some of the most interesting stories of history in the Blood Bowl universe. Today, why a disturbing presence is an offensive weapon. Skatenbright Scrambler's Blitzer, Vermink Stink, was once voted the most unpopular opponent of 2493 by a panel of Blood Bowl players, according to the official Blood Bowl lore. 
He was such an odiferous threat that teams would just let him waltz down the pitch, with or without the ball, and didn't come within 10 feet of him. But... Did you know? Did you know Vermink Stink worked very hard to earn his reputation? After taking a particularly brutal hit from a rival Saurus, Vermink sensed he needed to change his approach. Recalling that Skaven lullaby, a rat-a-tat-tat, I can smell that, Vermink decided to start bathing in a combination of ogre urine and rotten eggs. At his first practice, his coach, Uder T. Rat, sent him to the showers. But Vermink ignored him, grabbed the ball, and started sprinting down the field. When his own teammates ran away from his noxious emissions, Coach Rat had an idea. In the next game against the Elfheim Eagles, Rat sent Vermink onto the pitch. When the Blitzer tried to hit one of the elves, the fair one just laid down and played dead. Later, Coach Rat called for Vermink to get the ball, and the Eagles ran towards the sidelines. The Scramblers won that game 6-2, with Vermink getting credit for four touchdowns and three casualties, despite never touching an elf the entire game. Vermink continued his malodorous assault on opponents until the next year when he ran into the Nurgle Rotters and promptly got pummeled by four Nurgle Warriors who smelled worse than he did. So now you know what I know. This is Snob Cosmos. Okay, so we're back. We're going to talk about Alanade this segment, which is a special charity tournament that we're running for Alan. Yay! To get him some AIDS. No. What? What? Alan has AIDS? No. I want to clarify, I do not have AIDS. Have you had a blood test lately? You did step on a lot of nails, you said. Yeah. What if you, you might have got the, AIDS nails. I don't think there's AIDS. What if he gave AIDS to the nails? Oh. <laughs> Those poor nails. Poor innocent nails gone through to get a tornado. I shot, too. Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. It's better than it used to be, though, isn't it? I don't remember what it used to be. I just remember this it time around. like, oh, that's rabies shots. Yeah. It was like five, 21 six, days I was like, row. what? It was like in the six of shots in your stomach or something. In your stomach? Yeah. I've never had that before. It was rabies back you in the day. you never had rabies? Never had rabies or rabies shots, obviously, because I don't know what that is. Yeah. No, I had to have a tetanus shot, and it was weird, and I didn't like it because they did it out in the middle of, like, the road because we were clearing rubble and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, you, you need a tetanus shot? And I was like, no, I, no, no. And they were like, oh, okay. And they were giving everybody tetanus shots, and then I got pressured into it. Hey, buddy, come over here. You're getting a shot. <laughs> okay. Bend so over. Bend over your pants? No, it was just in the arm. Okay. But, why, why did that bug you then? Because it was out in the open, in the, the air with all the crap. With all that crap and dust and stuff like that going around, and they were like, oh, we're just going to, here you go, we're just going to shove this needle in your arm and give you this tetanus shot. You are a vagtastic vagina. I'm guessing they took alcohol and swabbed where the needle was going to go in. They did. And they injected you and had the swab. It still didn't feel very sterile. That's all. I didn't They put the the swab over it, and then they put the Band-Aid right over it. Okay. They they did it correctly, but I didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. No, sir. Didn't like it. (laughs) Well, I'm sure those nails didn't like going into your dirty foot. That's right. I got hit. Well, yeah, I got hit in the head too while I was with All nails. Right, so let's so. talk about Alan. <laughs> sure. July 27th, Norman, Oklahoma, Wizards Asylum. Okay, that's the place to be. That's it. It's fifteen dollars if you sign up early. Early, and uh, everybody that signs up is going to get to pick out of some older both down dice, right? Yeah. Or this year's yeah, we both got down vintage. Dice. We'll have vintage. Some dice. vintage, but yeah, we'll have dice there, so they'll get some customizable or customized dice. 
to play with that day. And if you just want to donate, which a lot of people have already, so I want to thank all those people, uh, you can go to bothdown.com, and Alan Aid is a little link up on the top left. Yeah, Alan, you have it's people from all over the world that's already actually donated. Or send product, or all kinds of stuff. And I really do appreciate it, but you got to understand that it Our feels buddy really Core? weird. Our buddy Core loves you, sent you money. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm not going to be able to memorize everybody, but it's a core lot of people, people from Canada, people from Chicago, people from everywhere love you, Alan. They love you. So also they were going to guilt you into going to Chaos Cup. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to go. I want to go. All right. Um, so Alanade's going to be a four-round tournament. Oh, yeah, anyways, I was saying you can go to oh. that webpage and donate, or if you want to just donate an, an amount different than the $15 that's there, you can just email OklahomaBowl at gmail.com. That's our PayPal address. You know when I did that little PayPal thing to, like, sign up for the tournament? Yeah. I actually had, like, an extra, in, like, spot there, and I was like, I'll just put donate, you know, $15. Mm-hmm. I doubt anybody will ever see this. <laughs> and then I was shocked that, like, Instantly, I put that yeah. up before even advertising about it. People were already donating. Mm-hmm. That's when like, I first knew about it. It was like, oh, I got wow. an email going. You received money. I, I did. Yeah. What the? Okay. Yeah. So you have a lot of people that like, love you. Oh, someone registered for the tournament. Nope, just donating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody registered for the tournament. Nope, just donating. They're like, mm. we love Alan enough to donate, but we're not going to drive and see him I, and play him because he's the Chaos Cup 2012 Stunty Champion. Yeah. They're afraid the of him. Books, yes. And he's got a third. He's the third nipple. <laughs> third Triple nipple. nipple. Triple nipple. <laughs> the trip nip. All right. So uh, this is a four round tournament. We're going to have a lunch break that looks like it's going to be donated by a Crooked Crust Pizza, and that is some located really in Norman and Dallas, I think. That's some good freaking pizza. It is really good. I really like them. Yeah. Are you going to get so the pizza far. from Dallas? No, it should be from Norman. Just should be from sure. Norman. Well, it makes a lot more sense that way. It does. <laughs> This tournament, uh, just to kind of go over some of the details. So it is free pizza for anyone who comes, but of course we'll have a jar. So if you want to donate, you know, five bucks or something, you're more than welcome to. Is it right. a swear jar? A swear, no. So nobody can well, we could. unless they No, we're not doing in. a swear jar. I, I think I've given Alan enough money. It's an extra way to make money. <laughs> yeah. Somehow you made $3,000. <laughs> well, Scott started losing. <laughs> you know how that happens. Uh, we have a, um, for this tournament, we're going to kind of keep it themey with a um, a tornado type theme. So uh, who doesn't want to relive a tornado? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so theme-y. we got with Alan and, you know, he said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, but I want to do something with storm chasers. So we came up somehow with, basically you have, what, 1.2 million to make your team. And you have to have a star player on your roster. Yes. So this is kind of unique in the fact that it's not an option to take a star player. You must take a star player. So this is kind of cool because it gives us all a chance to like, all right, I'll take this guy and try him out even yeah. though I know I shouldn't buy exactly. him. Exactly. And a lot of people don't like taking star players, so you have to now. Yeah, so suck, suck it. it. That's funny. We both said it at the same time. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oh, did That's you? That's on a t-shirt now. Both down t-shirt. Suck it. It's not a bad idea. With with Robot, Fat Finley. <laughs> well, what I think is hilarious is that I'm making a very gay hand motion <laughs> while I'm saying this. I don't know Dude, why. Dude, that is very, It very... was odd. Nothing against gay people. I just don't want my hands to go that it's way. It's like Bugs Bunny gay. So, that's probably where I got it from. Yeah. 
Yeah. Too many well, Bugs Bunny cartoons. Blame Bugs Bunny for your homosexuality. <laughs> Anyways, both of you are artists. Both uh-huh. of you are very good artists. Yeah. And neither one of you have done jack all for making, you know, Let for one of the caricatures for... Let uh, me tell you something, Steve. You did the logo. The logo's awesome. There's something different we have in our life than you do. And I know it's not the excuse we should throw out there, but we have children. Yeah. Which it's, it's, and those little bastards, true. You, you can eat a bowl of cereal at 11 o'clock at night, and you're like, I'm so happy to eat this cereal. Mm-hmm. And one of them will show up with their fucking mouth open, <laughs> wanting a bite. And you go, you don't like this cereal. It's Raisin Bran. And they go, ha, ah, ha. Ah. And they like it that night because it's the last bowl of cereal you're going to eat. And you're just like, what the hell? And I mean, it happens all the time. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Or you're in bed, and you're sleeping good. And the next thing you know, you roll over. And you go, my wife's leg feels a little shor- shorter than normal. And it's your daughter. I'm glad it went And I don't route. mean it like yeah. in a creepy way. I mean, <laughs> no, it's like, pretty creepy. <laughs> also, uh, you have a kid right in the middle of you. Apparently. Oh, it's man. It's not good. No, it is this not. Never happened hey, to you, it's a good th- you know, it's a good thing you didn't have a midget dream at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this oh, is, no, this is a true story. I had a dream last night. A thousand percent, this is honest. I was having a dream last night. This is totally off subject. Stay on target. Um, I had a dream last night that my daughter was like being like really like a jerk to me and my wife and stuff. And so I went to like, I kept warning her and warning her. And she kept just acting up in this dream. And I was like, I kept, well, you know, don't do that or I'll have to spank you. And so she kept doing it in my dream. And I was like, what is wrong with my daughter? So then I went to spank her and like my hand was like collapsing. Like I wasn't. Like like I was hardly hitting her, you know? Like I had a, like the limp wrist that Steve just used to <laughs> do the Bugs Bunny thing. And so I, I tried to strike a little bit harder. And the next thing you know, I hit my daughter, who's crawled in bed with this. <laughs> and she gets up and goes, Daddy just hit me! <laughs> what did I do to you? Right in the middle of like, it's like 3.30 in the morning. And I guess subconsciously I picked up that maybe she was in there in bed yeah. with me. And I didn't want her to be in there, even though I didn't know. But I actually like hit her in my sleep. That's funny. As she deserves. I guess. It's so weird. Don't crawl in the bed at 3 in the morning. It's so weird. So weird. So, so weird. weird. <laughs> Look at those clocks. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Hey, it just, it's just so it weird wasn't talking one of those about dreams. Wet dreams with the midget and then. Oh, God, Alan, dude. You bring the filth. All right, hey. so let's get back to Alan Aid. Yeah. You want to donate money to him now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he is a sick perv. God, I want to tell. my dream. I want to tell Alan's story so bad, but I'm not going to. No. I can't wait to hear what these stories are after. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are we talking about? Steve we'll finish exactly later. exactly what I'm talking about. I think exactly. I know what talking about. Finish later. Might he well, got it. Don't, might as well don't. finish. No. All right. So we have Storm Chasers. You have to play with star players. In addition to that, each round of the tournament has a different weather chart. And so, like, round one is the EF1 weather table. And it's just like... A and if normal. you don't know, Tornadoes is... Measured in EF scale, the enhanced Fujita scale, one being low, five being mega destructive. Yes. Okay. Yep. I guess that's know. a valid point to let them know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you bring that up again, I'll gripe at you. Okay. <laughs> Why? 
Because he gripes when I say Jesus our house Christ. league is our home league is where we play in our house. <laughs> in our house. Oh, Boom, had to get that in. I knew it was That's coming you, too. Um, and so then round two is we go to EF two weather table, and that's where the weather starts to scale back. Like so when the weather started getting rough, and the tiny ship was tossed. Yep, that's right. So, <laughs> so what happens? Like in round two, sweltering heats on a two, very sunny's on a three, four through eight's nice. Nine and eleven's pouring rain, and twelve's a blizzard. But then when you get to like round three, we get an EF three. Sweltering heat's a two, very sunny's a three. The nice weather's only on a four. Pouring rain is five through eight. <laughs> Nine through ten is blizzard, and then eleven, twelve, we combine the effects to kind of get a tornado feel. And then of course the last round is a EF four weather table where, um. If you roll snake eyes, it's an EF5. Get underground, combined effects of sweltering heat, pouring rain, and blizzard. Three is very sunny. (laughs) Four is pouring rain. Five is blizzard. Six through 11 is combined effects of pouring rain and blizzard. And then 12, again, is an EF5, get below ground. All three effects. That is so awesome. So now, I'm pretty sure it's not that you know it's short notice or people can't make it to this tournament. I think people are seeing that weather chart and going, "I yeah. am not screwing with this." Oh, so much fun! Don't though. be wusses, man. Come on, this is just weather. And everybody's playing on the same scale. Everybody's playing with the same exact weathers and yeah. things like that. What, yeah. Why not? You think Morgan Thorg was scared of weather? <laughs> Do you think Ramtet the Third was scared of weather? He probably should be scared of rain. Probably get wet. Do you think Puggy Bacon Breath is scared of weather? And he has six armor. Six (laughs) armor. But he has nerves of steel. He says, bring on the EF5. I'll play. I'll pick up the ball in the bad weather. And throw it. We should do a segment about that later because he needs a seven armor. (laughs) (laughs) Tangent time. Yep, just saying. All right. So anyways, we got crazy weather. That's fun. It should be really interesting. Is that it for the rules? Well, uh, no. that's kind of it for the rules. What else do you want? No, there's something about storm chasers. Yep, oh, about I'm sorry. Chasers. Yeah, so we talked about the storm chasers where you had to have at least one star player on your team. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually have 10 players plus that star player. So you'll have just, if you want exactly 11 players, you can do that. Um, we are allowing skill packages. Because after playing a couple tournaments, I'm now pretty much convinced that skill packages might be the way to go. I think so. Um, to kind of be even for everybody. Makes it um, easier. So you can get a skill package A, which is six normal skills. Skill package B, four normal skills and one doubles. Or you can get skill package C, two normal skills, two doubles. And you can only assign one additional skill per player. And no more the skills can't be used more than three times. So if you want to add guard... To your dwarf team, you can only do it up to three times. So, and can you choose leader? Uh, I don't think we. Uh, I think leader's fine. Okay, I can't remember. I don't see it just briefly running over the. I think we decided leader's fine since you're since you're paying for it. If you're well, you have to, it has to take off a skill rather than actually just paying for it. Right. So yeah, I think we kept leader. We we have a point system. You know, sixty points for a win, thirty points for a draw, ten points for a loss, and then there's gonna be bonuses. Uh, like our Oklahoma Bowl tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, we're not doing a championship game, so it's just going to be final standings no matter where you fu- – you know, if you're on the second table and you actually get enough points to come into first, that's fine. And if you're at the top table and you lose and you go down to fifth place, then 
suck it, buddy. You got fifth place. So. Was there uh, something about taking out the most star players? Or the most yeah, storm chasers? Uh, did you have that in here? Is it on there? <laughs> I, didn't make I, know, I saw that it was no Highlander rule, so you can have multiple star players on the well, same that's field. That's right, yeah, because there's multiple storm chasers. I thought that was going to be a game within the game that we weren't going to announce until oh. the time of the tournament. <laughs> well, so. So come out to the tournament. We'll have extra fun stuff. Yeah, uh, you can take a wizard if you want for a hundred uh, k, but he can only use the fireball. So that's kind of interesting. All right. Well, so that's basically the rules. Let's go ahead and get to so. the stuff that people really care about: the prizes. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that what you wanted? Yeah, I was no. gonna talk about pizza more, but oh. yeah, what? that's fine. The pizza, the pizza. No, the prizes. We've already had a lot of real good turnout. People have sent us prizes. Um, I know Tom from Impact, he's looking to see if he has some stuff to send us, so that's be really nice. Our buddy Abby actually went out of her way and got Frank from Threadball. Threadball. Is it Threadball or Threadball? I think it's Threadball.com. Is it Threadball? I thought Threadball. Ah. Uh, Is it a tournament called? Note. Yeah, it's the, it's the tournament Threadball. Threadball, yeah. So they actually, it's a charity tournament over in England. And he was nice enough to send us a roll-up vinyl FF field. I think it was FF fields. But it's a really cool-looking pitch with a babe on it. It's got a hot babe on it. Very hot. Cool. Mm, I want to win that. Um, sent us a star player from their tournament and some block dice. Our, is, is that the, the people that sent the cool halfling star player? Yeah. Oh. If yeah. you guys happen to have, like... An extra one or two of those. Well, if if you don't win it, because you are eligible to win, but I think we're all going to be playing. So uh, if you don't win one, I think I got you hooked up with one. Oh, never mind. Thank you, fellas. But if they want to send another one, I'll take it. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Our buddy Matt from Austin, he got some dice bags made for his local league by the good lady from... By Menon. By Menon. From customdicebags.com. And she's actually working on some dice bags for us, sending them over. And I think, in addition to that, she's going to give us some gift certificates to do, like, custom dice bags. So that should be really cool. That's cool. Um, Jason Casebolt sent some stuff. Yeah. Jason, uh, he actually won. He bought a 40-millimeter board from us at Oklahoma Bowl. And he actually won a street ball pitch, which, you know, Granted, he has not played with because he doesn't play street ball. No, he didn't play it because it's not 40, 40 millimeter. It's not 40 <laughs> millimeter. That might be it, too. Once you get become a size queen, <laughs> you can't go back. So, now that he no, is no longer a listener to ours. No, I didn't mean that derogatory. I'm saying if he's <laughs> no, used to No, size playing, queen in the good way. Oh, come on. I only, You know I only joke about people I love. Oh, that's, I, I will... Not say anything. I only tease and joke okay. and play around with people that I love. But he was very nice to send that board back to us so that <laughs> we can re-gift it. Size queen. <laughs> hey, if someone wants it, better they have if it. If someone needs 44 millimeters, <laughs> I, we understand. And he also sent us a, uh, a travel version of Blood Bowl from Comixinos. It's oh, really cool. Oh, that's the cool Yeah. The collapsible one with uh-huh. the little magnets in them. Hmm. So that's really nice. As I said, we got the donated pizza from Cricket Crust, I believe. Uh, if it's not donated, it'll be cheap. I'll have to bug them and find out for sure. But either way, you can donate when you eat that. It's going to be really good. 
Um, I think the guys from uh, Tulsa are sending some Dust Bowl stuff. Yeah, I think that was true. Some uh, at, some of their markers and some. I want to say there was stuff. more, but I can't think of it. You were supposed to make a list. I did make a list. Did I check it twice. I did not check it twice. You didn't check it twice. It's not Christmas time, so I didn't think I had to. Oh, you should always. You think Mrs. Claus is a size queen? Probably. She only gets it once a year. How do you know that? Santa Claus only comes once a year. <laughs> I thought Christmas. Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> oh, Bond. Maybe it's only to your house. You're such a cunning linguist. Too many Christmas. Old James Bond jokes. This is filthy. Yeah, it is. Um, we'll, ha- we'll have a, a bunch of giveaway stuff, too, that we have laying around from past tournaments. Yep. Anything else? Free hugs. Free hugs? Oh yeah. I told I, hugs. I told everybody if they donated that they get free hugs from Al in the Chaos Cup. I will not enjoy it. But oh. he will give them to you. Ooh. But I will give that them. That is why everybody's been donating. Mm-hmm. They're like, I've seen Alan. He looks very vascular. And <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I want that to be your tombstone now. <laughs> Here lies Alan Curtin. Very vascular. <laughs> no more. He's wiry and thin, so he didn't have like... You're uh, like a vein system. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is so if you are... just a whole so... system of veins standing there. No, what I'm trying to like point out is like... I'm wiry. <laughs> that Alan <laughs> could... <laughs> I'm Alan the Vane. I would finish this off for you. I don't know where you're going. If you're a size queen or king, you might call in Alan. What? I'm just saying. That you have a large penis. If you, <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. If you have a deep well that you want to get full. So if, if Alan goes back in time and they're like, oh, my God, baby Jessica fell down the well. <laughs> Alan just goes, open your mouth, and now close your mouth. And then he just looks at the magazine. Crap, you just turned that into kitty porn. <laughs> I, I did. You you are you are, this is filthy. filthy. Yeah, but it's funny. Why couldn't the child grab it? Yeah, why? Why does it be with the mouth? I assumed her arms were stuck. They were, actually. That's what I thought. <laughs> she, was, she was baby Jessica, wasn't it? So yeah. therefore she was used to suckling. <laughs> so Stop. Dude, I can't have this on the podcast. This is so oh. bad. I was only you, people you have to I didn't to say us. it. I didn't say it. I was only pointing out why he would go that route. And it did make sense. It was logical. <laughs> the sad thing is Alan agreed with me, so that shows me how wrong I was. <laughs> but we know if Alan was in the situation, he'd go, Well whose baby Jessica exactly. is this? <laughs> is she good looking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Morgan hot? Doesn't matter. Is cousin Morgan hot? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Is her mom not hot? Not important. It's it is important. important if her mom's no. hot. I like how it's not a no or a yes. It's just a, that's eh, not important. That's exactly well, right. Leave it at that. No, we're, in, we're asking the question. So donate that money way, if you want vascular Allen. If anybody I know listens to this and it gets back to anybody I know <laughs> that I don't want to listen to this, <laughs> I will not say a word regardless that's one way point. or the other. That's a good point. Great point. You'll tell me off the air? Point. Allen. Sure. Okay. So but I, you, I won't wait. Yeah, are you going to give soft hugs or like hard hugs? I don't know. We'll just practice for a while, and we'll figure it out. We'll do fake practice. ones. Dang, fake ones? Half hugs. Well, no, no, no. If they're, if they're going to be there, I, I feel very you know blessed by that. I'm going to give them a full hug. And Alan is the type front of person that you can really guilt. Belt buckle to belt buckle. That's so <laughs> weird. Wow. 
Sam, I'm waiting for you to get the final word before I throw down my challenge to those vermin over at Three Die Block. We are not having a challenge. Oh no, we're just gonna beat them. They can do whatever they <laughs> want. We're gonna do whatever yeah. we want. No, no, no. We don't need it's, to lower ourselves for bragging rights. Just for yeah, bragging rights? No, it's a bragging right award. They won it last year. That's that's why you're putting. It, you're like, nah, I'm not gonna do that again. We lost. You don't want to. We didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, we didn't lose. We, we thought the scavenger, scavenger hunt was true. part of it. It's true. Plus hundred points if you win. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they took. They could have tried it too. <laughs> they didn't even try. Yeah, they we, didn't try. just because we kick butt. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. All right. So we're done with this Halloween. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we are. Uh, donate if you can't make it, and you donate. We may have something given away to you people too. As I mentioned before, we shouldn't have to bribe you, but if bribing helps, we'll do it. Um, com slash Alanade, I believe. Alan-Aid. What, for the and uh, for the website? Yeah. Just go to bothdown.com. It's the first one listed in the menu. Yeah, okay. you might want That link was a little off last time I tried to click it. <laughs> it can't be off. Okay. You, you worked just a moment ago. So. Yeah. Okay. I think you're Well, off. when I tried it. It's because you're so know. vascular. It's because did, did your incredibly large penis get in the way <laughs> of you clicking on the link? Detachable penis. <laughs> okay, are we done now? I could talk forever. Okay, Alan we're done now. Alan is well hung. This is Hoshi Komi. And you're listening to Both Down with Steve and Scott. Next up, some uh, other crap. What am I getting paid for this? Really? How much? Oh my. Okay, we're back with shout outs. Alan, say shout outs. Shout outs! Not like this. Shout outs! Shout outs! There you go. That sounded like a girl. <laughs> it did. Do it again. No. <laughs> Smart. Okay, so shout outs. Who you got, Scott? I got. What? For what? So shout out. I'll go ahead and shout out uh, one of our listeners, Justin Sharp. We shouted him out last. Uh, last mouth. Last mouth? Last mouth. Uh, last month. And. Uh, Got an email from him, and it said at Cubs.com, and that just freaked me out. Yeah, so Steve has uh, pestered got, and bothered him, and now he'd like to make love to him. Well, he works for the Cubs organization, and I won't give, I mean, See the I don't think he cares if I say what he does, but I'm just not going to, so. Um, but he hooked me up with some swag. It was pretty freaking awesome. And uh, he might be hooking us up with more. I wish I would have cool. got some of that swag. You had your chance. Since I'm the guy who shouted out and he and you don't out care me, about the Cubs. I do care. No, you don't. I do in this free name stuff. Name one player on the team. Castro. Current. Full name. Fidel Castro. <laughs> Miguel. Nope. Rafael. No. Armando. No. Benito. No. Think Silver Surfer. Norin. Rad. No. No. Rand? Starlin. Starlin? Jim Starlin, artist. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Starlin Castro. Starlin Castro. We knew that. So, as I said, I got a whole bunch of Cubs stuff, and it's freaking <laughs> awesome. 
Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, who played third base for him in 1989? 89? 1989. They went to the playoffs. Third Two place? guys. Two guys. Wow. Stumped. I couldn't tell you. Vance Law. Okay. Luis Salazar. Salazar, yeah. Where else did Luis Salazar play? Anaheim. No, Texas. He, he played left field for the Cubs, <laughs> and he was a Padre before he was a Cub. Oh, okay. You okay. didn't know that? Come on. No. I thought you liked Cubs. I didn't. Who was their catcher? For 30 years. I don't Who remember shit. Who was their catcher? I can tell you now. Damon but... Berryhill and Joe Girardi. Yeah. Suck it. What was the name of okay. the person? That what is jinxed? Joe Girardi doing now? He is the manager for the New York Yankees. Wow, very good. And he likes to dip a lot. Yeah. Aren't you? I was just going to say, who was the person, name the person that jinxed them on their World Series climb? You. (laughs) Yes. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Alan. Alan did it. Yes. All right, so. Bartman. It wasn't Bartman's fault. It was Alan's fault. (laughs) Why are you even watching them? They've got this wrapped up. Why would you say that? (laughs) And then not. You know, two plays later, Bartman happens. That was actually kind of awesome to watch. It unfold. My was it? Was <laughs> it really awesome for you? Kind of was, in my opinion, because I didn't have anything on the line. I just happened to come into the room and say, "What are you watching this for? Let's go do something." Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to remind you that next time you roll a bloodlust, I go. That was very interesting to watch that happen. <laughs> How you turned around and almost beat me, but you lost. That is interesting. It sucks on my side, but yeah. it's, it's interesting. All right, I have a shout-out for uh, Keith Vandenberg. He sent us a nice little email about the podcast, and thank him for that. And, um, I think he's writing us another story, isn't he? That's what he says, but I wasn't going to ruin that oh. or oh. put pressure on him until he oh. turns it in. Oh, never mind. But you did. Um, I'd also like to give a big shout-out to Alberto, and please forgive me, is it Machado? Sounds right. Um, he goes by, and I'm going to say this wrong too, Ackledge. I have no clue how to say that. It's A-X-T. L I N G E. Axledge. I don't know Axelidge. how you pronounce it. Uh, it's probably something simple, but we just don't He's get it. all over the NAF and everything, but uh, he was actually actually inquiring a lot about our free agents and stuff, and so I hooked him up with our house rules and uh, let, let him just view <laughs> that and our free agent you know documents and stuff like that. Yeah, he really yeah. like appreciated all that. And he found it very interesting how our league works. So I was like, I took great pride in knowing that somebody else, an outsider, read stuff about our league and like was cool. really appreciative of it. So Because uh, I take a lot of pride in our league. Um, and then I'd also like to give a big shout-out to just the Both Down fans. Um, we recorded the last episode. We wanted to tell our tornado story and stuff like that. Um, we left that night thinking, like, yeah, it was not a very good episode, <laughs> but it is what it is. And there's a few people, we thought very few, that would like to hear our story. And come to find out that we had a ton of feedback from people. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, Johnny P's been talking about it over on Slurpcast, talking about how he thinks it's one of our best episodes. Uh, I've heard a lot of... of one of the re- guys and his wife were listening, and she got choked up. Yeah, I, damn, heck, I'm gonna tell you right now. I was listening to it, and I went through you know a part of that as well, and I I got tingles from it. I mean, seriously, it was a good episode. Yeah. So I appreciate everybody. Go on, yeah, keep going. <laughs> and and it was, I mean, it was really good. I mean, you had me enthralled. Keep I'll stroking our egos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a lot of feedback from other dads and stuff that says you know, like it was so chilling to hear. 
you go through what you did with your yeah, kids. Yeah, I got a lot of that. feedback from single people who had no vested interest <laughs> they in They're like, I, they're I like, understand. I yeah. would have been scared to lose Green Lantern number four myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number four. <laughs> He's thinking, I have it. I have it. I know that. Yeah? Were you scared you're going to lose Green Lantern number four? Well, it's the rest of them more so. In the ashes of cinnamon. God, which one's number five? No, I don't have cinnamon's ashes. <laughs> no, I, I actually kind of feel bad about you know the talking that I sent for it because I don't feel like it's going to measure up regardless to what you. Oh did. no, I mean, won't c- at all. <laughs> no, no, you lost material stuff. Scott lost his balls. Yeah. Did he? Because well, all because of the spider. I that was. was it. Oh yeah, well, that was that. <laughs> no, no, seriously though, I, I'm glad to get. I'm glad the episode touched a lot of people. And oh, absolutely, yeah. It made well, us did it in a great feel way. good to kind of share it and stuff. So, so thank you guys for all that. And thanks to everybody who's already donated to Alan Aid. Alan's going I to appreciate to, yes. that. I, I will thank them as well, and I, I shout out to them, whoever they are. We'll have whether a, they they, they rename, name ah remain nameless, or and we or might not. have a complete list of next episode. I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if you want to put them on the podcast itself, yeah. or just you know let me know so I can say thank you myself or whatever. And again, you can get your free hugs from Alan next time you see him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as to the One people who sent us questions today, uh, at Kavanay, K-A-V-I-N-A-Y, at winged underscore human, at fat Finley, and at Craig underscore Mac. That was fun too, by the way. They all rock. They all rock. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it. anytime you want to ask Alan a question, it's really freaking We might interesting. have you back just for questions every now and then. Okay, I'm all right with that. Any other Blood Bowl questions for Alan, feel free to email us at bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Does it have to be Blood Bowl? Mm, I guess not. Alan, if they wanted to contact <laughs> you via Twitter, how would they get a hold of you? I'm actually thinking about changing that now that we talked about <laughs> Tripnip. Uh, sounds kind of fun. At Tripnip. No, I maybe. I want to see if it's available. Because I actually like that a lot now. <laughs> well, if we're going to change, or I Captain can just Trips, at just to go ODG. with that. Okay, what is it currently there? Currently, I believe it's Alan the OU fan, all one word, A-L-A-N-T-H-E-O-U-F-A-N. Right, and if you uh, have any questions or comments for me, you can catch me at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. And Steve, your Twitter handle? At Kilowog2814. I think there is an at Tripnip. <laughs> Are you really looking this up now? I don't know. I mean, hey, speaking of, when did we lose our Zlurpcast tag team titles in the ZWF? I don't remember. Well, Z- our, our buddy Ziggy Lama put up a, a new like story thing today, and it said we weren't the tag team champs. Oh, did we lose at Chaos Cup? No, because I know I got we got betrayed by GW uh, by yeah, uh, you did Jill Dubinsky. Yes, you did. That was awesome. <laughs> it worked so perfectly, too. I'm but. sure I just missed it, but somewhere in the storylines, we... That was so much fun. We got written uh, out. Anyways, we're going to come back. Ginger Badgers don't care. Hopefully, this is coming out before the 15th, so you got it a little bit early. We may do another episode just only about the Alanade, just to... Just the tournament. Yeah. Results. Something like that. Okay. We may not hit the 15th. We may just put stuff out whenever we want, be like some other podcasts. <laughs> it's a lot easier that way, trust me. <laughs> or we could be the only podcast that's around the 15th. Well, uh, just so everybody knows, Scott did get a new job. So congratulations to Scott. I did. Good for you. And his How buddy. being a fluffer? 
<laughs> now I'm a jizz mama. It's got, it's got its up and downs. Um, <laughs> it's hard work if you can get it. Comes it comes and goes. Yeah, it comes and goes. Uh, that, that's the topper. Um, but his coworker and fellow Blood Bowl player, uh, Brock. Also got a new job. Yeah, he got a he got a super job. Brock was our web guy and the guy who helped post the podcast for Scott. And Scott normally posts the podcasts at work. So we might just uh, not be hitting the 15th exactly from now on. It'll just be somewhere <laughs> around there. The good news is, is I got a new job in a new area. And more money. And a little bit more money. And, and not as crazy a boss. And I'm going to be working with better people. The bad news is... is Remember that tweet I did like last week about, hey, I'm playing Blood Bowl at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're probably never going to see that again. And you normally updated our rosters and league stuff at work. A lot of stuff that and I you... did during the day, I'll have to probably wait until after business hours to do. And while you did get a raise, you're losing your carpool buddy, so... Yeah, and my workout buddy, but I'm, we're going to try to work around all that and see if we can make it work. Brock's still uh, going to be close. He's only going to be a half wa- mile away from me. so That's good. So we're going to try to work around my uh, work wife and see if I can still bang <laughs> him every now and then. When you talk about going to the gym, that might bear more truth than I would really like to know. Oh, speaking of the gym. No. Can I take a quick, t- quick story? Can we stop you? No, you really okay. can't. So I take a shower today at the gym, and I leave my glasses in there. I get out of the shower. In the shower? Yeah. There's like a little stand in each shower. You put your glasses there. I put my glasses oh, there. Okay. Or your cock ring. Okay. Or your soap or your shampoo or whatever. If you had hair, you could put your stuff there. <laughs> you put your hair there? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I take off my glasses. Do, put your weed in my there? shower. Yeah, my weed. And I leave the shower, but I forgot to put on my glasses. And so I'm like halfway through the locker room, and I'm like, Sure is like steamy, st- and I'm like, oh yeah, my glasses. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, so I go back. And I'm like, I better hurry back. <laughs> Someone else is wearing them in the shower. <laughs> the uh. gym is not busy at all, but I'm like, there's nine showers. Surely nobody will be back there. So I go back there. Sure enough, there's a little old man in the time of about fifteen second window. Who's already in there and got the shower cranked ready to go, but he's coming out and he has my glasses in his hand. And I was like, he's like, I bet you're looking for these. And I was like, yeah. Come on in and get them. What does he have in his other hand? That's what Brock said. Brock was like, you're lucky because if you would have waited, he would already had the shower going. And then we'd had to deal with like an old man boner and (laughs) the awkwardness of going in. To a shower, and this guy's like, you think I'm going to rape him? Or like, well, then he he's just holding his him. his uh, privates going, I bet you're looking for these, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, was, I thought of the old creepy man from Family Guy. <laughs> Where's my baby boy? <laughs> Must be my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's probably going to give you a good clean uh, uh, semen rinse on your glasses for you while you were gone. And now there's a bigger gentleman that's bigger than Ninja Cock, but he's not as stealthy. So he's like super Ninja Cock. <laughs> well, you next month can download our new app, Super Ninja Cock. <laughs> God, that would be a great app. It would be. Ninja if it was a, really a, a, an actual rooster. Ninja Cock is an yeah. amazing individual. He's big and humongous. 
and yet he'll show up naked out of nowhere. <laughs> you will like be taking off your socks, and you'll turn around, and Ninja Cock's right there, completely naked. And he's like, "Where the hell did you come from? I'm guarding the only door in." <laughs> like I came out of a locker, and I'm naked. Howdy! And then the Harlem Shake starts. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I mean, these dudes are like Abdullah the butcher size people. Jesus. If you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Sadly. God, this episode is just everywhere. Okay. Anything else before we sign off? If we forgot to shout you out on the shout outs, we apologize, but we are forgetful and we don't really care about you. Yeah, we had spiders attack us, so. Yeah. I don't think we, we haven't seen any spiders since the last one, which is logical. They're going to get you as soon as we get off the air. It's going to be a rough night. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you very much. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. Look, he's crawling up my wall. Black and hairy, very small. Now he's up above my head, hanging by a little thread. Power is this Now he's dropped onto the floor Heading for the bedroom door Maybe he's as scared as me Where's he gone now? I can't see the spider creepy crawly creepy crawly creepy creepy crawly crawly creepy creepy crawly crawly creepy creepy crawly crawly there he is wrapped in the ball doesn't seem to move at all perhaps he's dead I'll just make sure Bye.